Oh, it's shit. <laughs> okay. Hello, my name is Riley. Here's always with... Hunter. Before we start, it's a weekly tradition, boys. Energy drink. <laughs> Energy drink. Yep, time to throw it away when I get home on Monday. That's so true. So, <clears throat> I did not get another C4. There are more C4s, but I did not get a C4. Because they were more expensive than these ones. These are two for five. So this is called Rain. I've never heard that of these. That does not sound good. Yeah. So this is called Total Body Fuel. And I don't know what this says at the top. Like what it means. Like BCAA Aminos. I don't know what the hell a BCAA Amino is. <laughs> but let's look at the totally cool features that this includes. 300 milligrams of caffeine. Uh, I think I'm going to take one sip. <laughs> Reduced fatigue. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> oh my god. Um, electrolytes. Bullshit. Here. So this is this is the red one. This is melon mania. What the fuck is the can? Gritty? I don't even <laughs> tell you. Gritty? Gritty? Dark and gritty? Well, like, like, gritty is a texture, too. Lay dark and gritty. Lay <laughs> dark and gritty. Time What's to take my dark and gritty Mario. Oh God, you can smell it. You can just smell the caffeine. Oh my God, cheers! I, I can guess hear it. Woof down. Uh, oh. I'm gonna have to take two dentist trips in a row. <laughs> oof, oof, woof down. Take some more. <laughs> Well, like you're sipping too. Like I, I'm, I'm honestly concerned that you keep sipping it. Like I don't know if that means it's good or bad. I can't tell. Like I, I can feel the caffeine, but like it tastes solid. What was that one that we had? Prime. It was the primes that we drank like one sip, and then we fucking chugged a shit ton of water because it was pure caffeine and nothing else it's just sugar water with carbonated sugar water oh. with some flavor recommended for persons 18 years or older yeah no shit 300 milligrams of caffeine oh my god recommended <laughs> recommend no make it required yeah it should illegalize energy drinks for people under 18 that's actually so true though like, coffee's bad enough. You want energy drinks, too? Good lord. Maybe as an American, we should actually put restrictions on food. Oh, dude, that's fucking crazy. Alright, so the only news I have is, like... It's news. <laughs> sorry, it's been, like, ten minutes. Um, yeah. Did you see that video? I literally just watched it. It's the guy that got Starfield, and then, like, he was about to play... And then the pronouns showed up, and he went on, like, a three-minute rant. I've seen a lot of people do that. Well, this one was very funny. <laughs> <Am> I... <laughs> like, I'm at, like, I might... Well that's, just, it's yeah. called being a part of the English language. Just, Did you know that... Let's just get into the Starfield reviews, because it's... I don't know if you're a part of that at all, but it's been a crazy fucking week i have not been. i it's, literally just yeah. saw the metacritic reviews and i'm like 
okay. that's all you need to see. <laughs> that's literally all I saw. I'm like, okay, and then I just kept yeah. going. <laughs> yeah, there's the woke people. There's people on the anti woke. The anti woke. Anti woke. Well, I'm gonna call a woke person. I'm gonna call, stick with calling them woke person because they make that shit up anyway. That's true. They're the ones who are shoving their political ideology down my throat. They are so much. Like, literally, it's not even that big of an issue. Well, like, did you know that for thousands of years, you can say he or him or she or they or them? Because that's a part of the language you are a part of. Like, you, what are you going to say? Like, it? I had a fun with it. No, you say I had fun with him. You know? Like, like if you're, like... You have a friend. Are you gonna call your friend by your name every time, or like, especially if it's past tense, are you gonna just like ignore the fact that <laughs> pronouns are used all the goddamn time? Like, I'm sorry that they existed before your weird anti-pronoun policy shit came in. I don't know. Oh fuck! I gotta find it too. But there was there was. I saw I saw a meme though. And it's like, they're afraid of pronouns. Wait till they see verbs. <laughs> I, just, I just started laughing. Like, that's terrific. Like, these people are so fucking stupid that it's hilarious. Oh, fuck. No, but I have not seen the... I'm assuming they're just... Is it only that that they're mad at? Like, the something that they could theoretically just ignore? And just, like, play the game? Because the guy I watched, he was like... I was so excited to be immersed and to do all this stuff. And then they shoved current day politics into it. I'm like, really, dude? Just fuck. It's like two minutes. It's less than I, two minutes. Just skip past it and then play the damn game. <laughs> like, I literally saw it. I saw it. I couldn't find it, but I saw a tweet from a guy who's like, I'm not playing this woke bullshit. I'm going back to Fallout. Ha! <laughs> what? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Fallout is one of the most political games on the fucking market. They whack you on the fucking back of the head with its themes. They don't get it because it's post-apocalypse. Oh, it's funny. That's it's why. funny. I can't, oh, detect, I can't detect politics. You can't detect joke. satire. <laughs> hey, we're making fun of you. But, it's no, like when they yeah. were like mad at the, the Wolfenstein game with the two women being the lead. When all of Wolfenstein is technically making fun of people like them. Like what? Like actually? <laughs> like, like I'm actually. sorry. Isn't it so ironic that the main character is an Aryan? <laughs> but like that's the joke. And like I'm sorry. It's like it starts out very American. But it's like I'm an American. I'm gonna kill the German. He, but, he dreams of barbecues and <laughs> in, in in the he suburbs. dreams of blonde women. <laughs> he dreams of blonde women. Then and, he meets a French woman and they fuck. That's true! Like, for no reason. <laughs> Third mission in, they're banging. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's cool, I guess. I think it's a very mid game. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying, that's kind of tough. Like, there's, like. There's, like, what about indie games? A lot of these people, are like, oh man, we have to ignore these AAA political woke garbage. We have to in invest in these indie games. But, like,. Indie games theoretically are more political than the AAA landscape right now. Like, how fucking dumb are you? Like, like Celeste is very political, despite what you might think. Or like, I don't know, Journey 
is political. Technically, if you read up on it, like, a lot of indie games are that. But they just don't care. <laughs> like, Hades. They love Hades. I mean, characters fucking gay. <laughs> like, excuse me? <laughs> like, what's your issue? I don't know. These people just... They only like big stuff that are popular. Oh, they only like AAA games. Because yeah. that's... Despite the fact that it's more expensive and less quality than indie titles I, usually. My, my personal belief is that that woke, the, the anti-woke crowd, sorry, they a lot of those people are just playing a character to get likes that brainwash other people into actually thinking that it is an issue. <laughs> hmm. Well, and then they have to, like, play it up because it gets money. Yeah. Like, that's probably fair. But, like... Some of them I genuinely believe. Yeah, do yeah, no, that. No, like no, some, like yeah, like the no. quartering. Good God, <laughs> Jesus! The quartering Christ. is like the, the, he's he actually just fits straight into exactly the the, the stereotype with those people. He's <laughs> literally right there, pissing in the basement sink. <laughs> literally right. Didn't there. he like take a shit on the floor of like a Walmart or something? I wouldn't be surprised. I thought I heard somewhere that he did something disgusting with shit. Like, I thought he, like, shit somewhere in a public place that wasn't the toilet. Like, I really thought he did somewhere. Maybe I misheard I it. just I don't heard know. about the sink. The sink. Yeah, I peed in the sink because I'm too lazy. The basement sink. Because some base A lot of basements have sinks, actually. Yeah. Like, not like, like a bathroom sink, but like the... Oh, just the... Like a sink. It's usually by the laundry. Usually. That's well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I've two. I have one that is in a bathroom and one that's right next to my laundry. So. Yeah. But um, no, these people are dumb, and it's sometimes funny and it's sometimes extremely irritating. <laughs> like, like the guy I watched, he like he was like, he said shit like twat, so he made me think he was like British, but he had a very um like. Like a mix between British and American. So it was hard to tell where he was from. But he said shit like twat, which made it very fun. <laughs> I don't know. These, these people yeah. are dumb. And I'm just... I'm alone for the ride. But yeah, Starfield got solid reviews. Very, It's very solid. It's, it's, it's High 80s, like you yeah, said. Yeah, high 80s. <laughs> the, the issue is that online... Um, is it getting review bombed? What's the user oh, score? The user score is not until the game actually comes out on the sixth, because it's uh, an early access. But uh, the people who have played it, it's a lot like I honestly think it's the most probably the most toxic release since The Last of Us Part Two. Not even for Cyberpunk. Completely no, because everyone dunked on Cyberpunk. That's fair. <laughs> the, the issue with Starfield is if you hate it, you're an you're, you're a pony. You're you're a Sony chill. If you if you love it, you're an Xbox. What? I'm not joking. Is like, that actually it's actually the, what? a fucking thing that's going on? Uh, and even, you hate it? Even even outside of the... So wait, are you saying the people that play it and hate it are Sony fans? Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. That, what does that's, that even that's mean? That's what people mean. The people who play it and they're like, I I hate I hate this game. They're called Sony fans. And people who's like, I love this game are Xbox. You We're know? really bringing the fucking console. Well, that, into that that's not. That also leads into another thing. It's either you love it or you fucking hate it. There isn't a middle ground. There isn't a middle ground. What do you mean? <laughs> See, I'm not like, like excited, but that's kind of dumb. I, yeah. I'm not excited because like the exploration seems like it's too vast, and like as someone that likes t 
tight knit games. Yeah, like I, I, I prefer playing something, but like people that could spend a thousand hours in it, this is probably right up their alley, and like, good for them. That's just not the kind of game I like it's, playing. It's absolutely the mindset people should have towards. <laughs> like I don't, I don't want to play it because it doesn't look like a game I'd like. Not I watched a Twitch streamer play it, and I hate the game, so I'm gonna dunk on it online. I literally <laughs> never played it. I can have zero opinion on it. Like you can say, yeah, <laughs> I don't think it looks very good, but you can't say it's not I even that it looks it. bad. It's just like certain proponent. Like I sat through the whole yeah. forty minute thing. I saw them go in depth with it. Like the in ships look cool. Close. Well, in depth for like for forty five minutes, it's kind of a completely other thing because a lot of people are also disappointed because they thought it was going to be No Man's Sky again or. Star Citizen. Oh, but because like they limit how many places on the planet yeah. you can go to, and it's not like it's not like No Man's Sky where you go straight to you fast travel to planets. Oh, it's not like seamless flying through space. Well, like that makes sense because you can only render so much. Like I'm yeah. sorry, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, yeah. Especially with their shitty engine and the graphical fidelity. Have you fucking seen No Man's Sky? It's pixelated. Yeah, it's yeah. pixelated for a reason. Yeah. But. Yeah, Bethesda is never clear on expectations for their game. They're always just like, here's the game, here's some gameplay, it's dropping here. They're never like, they don't explain it at all. Or they never try to set expectations. Yeah. Yeah, They're always they just like, oh, you're going to buy it to rip. And they, yeah. just, like, they just show off stuff and like, they never try to tell you, this is the kind of game it is. They're just like, yeah, buy it, whatever. A lot of people thought it was going to save A lot of people thought it was going to save their life. But a lot of people save their marriage. It's gonna save their marriage. <laughs> it's divorced. A lot of things, like a lot of the reviewers I've been following, they they were skeptical of it. They were gonna play it because they love Bethesda, but they're like, yeah, I'm not really sure what the game is because the marketing didn't tell me jack shit. And they ended up liking it. There was like, so I mean, the trailer that came out in 2018. There was the direct that happened. Not E3, but basically E3. The live action trailer, I'm like, that's it. I literally don't remember, like, a three minute, like, story trailer. I don't remember, like, any marketing from the game. <laughs> there might be that. Maybe I'm dumb, or I just don't remember but, it. But there like... was marketing, but the issue was that Bethesda and interviews were so fucking vague on what the game actually was. People filled in the blanks with their imagination, and it spiraled out of control. Hey, just like No Man's Sky <laughs> and Cyberpunk also. Oh, hey, maybe maybe you should be clear with yeah, your fan base. You it's well, just an idea. Yeah. Well, it's Cyber just an idea. Cyberpunk also had those weekly things, the weekly videos they'd release showing off the game, and people still had no idea what the game was. For real. Well, well they, they. I feel like story yeah. should be the first thing they mention. Like I know gameplay is important, but like, what do you do? Like, what's the point of doing it, you know? Like, I feel like a story can tell you, like, what you're supposed to do with it, you know? Especially... Because, like, No yeah. Man's Sky, I played, like, 15 minutes of it and gave up. <laughs> but I don't think there's a story. You can't just do shit. That's it's why like it's Minecraft. So <laughs> it's like it Minecraft. Minecraft. Like, I'm, some people love Minecraft, but, like, yeah, but I get bored of it because... 
it's to the limit of your imagination, but I feel like everyone has done everything but, in Minecraft, even with mods. So, like, I'm just, I kind of feel bored when doing it. Also, the issue with Starfield, because it doesn't let you do whatever you want right away. You actually have to play through the story to do stuff, like a normal Bethesda RPG. Okay. So, a lot of people thought it was going to be like No Man's Sky. You're, you're just kind of given everything? Yeah, you're just kind of given the best equipment right away. You, you can't work silly towards business. it. Silly business. Yeah. I, That's silly. Or people just blindly praise it and say it's perfect, when it's clearly flawed. Like, there's, you're going to find something. It's a Bethesda game. I don't know. Like, my biggest concern was the exploration and the infinitely generated planets I'll, and stuff. I'll, like, I'll you've been playing I'll, it. I'll I don't it's, know what... It's, it's better than cyber it's better than no man's sky because no man's sky it renders the entire planet but well starfield just has this little box that it gives you from that planet like the landing area but because it's so small it's able to render more so you can have more life there instead of flying around the whole fucking planet looking for a small little house that has nothing in it sure it gives you like a bit an abandoned hangar with bandits or something that are in there Oh, like, that's my other or worry, like, is, like, how many activities can you do? Like, yeah. I feel like it'd be almost repetitive, like, Mass or Effect. how much of them are copy and paste. Yeah. That was another or... issue yeah. with the infinitely generated planets and the activities on those infinitely generated planets. Like, the story stuff was not my concern. Hmm. That wasn't it. <laughs> like, the side, <laughs> like, the scripted side missions and all that, like, probably great. Probably great. I don't know. But it, it's like the random shit. that like, It's like, RPGs aren't just the story stuff. It's the world. But, like, when it comes to the world, I feel like that's usually the worst part of a lot of action-adventure or RPG games because there's not a ton to do or they're very repetitive. But what if there's too much to do but it's just repetitive stuff? Then I don't yeah, like it. Exactly. Like, it, like it's yeah, like Skyrim. Yeah. It's like go into this tunnel, go yeah. fight in this kit. It's like do this, do this. And it's like the same shit over and over. It's like fetch quest. Get me some cheese. Get me some cheese. <laughs> it's not cheese. Go find my ring that I my family heirloom ring I lost in a tomb that hasn't been. Get me this in over book from years. this author, please. <laughs> And then they give it to you anyway, so you can learn, like, a perk or something. <laughs> like, no, you, he get, he teaches you pickpocket or something. Mm, it has nothing to do with the book. <laughs> no, it's, a, it's a book about cooking. You get a pickpocket. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. Like, like RPG, like very few RPGs, like, interest me. Like, like, Mass Effect, when I was playing it, the side stuff was what got me to stop. Because it was repetitive. Yeah, I like, tried to 100% Mass Effect. It's so... It's well, I didn't even try to 100%. Yeah. Just, like, I wanted to land on every landable planet. Not even that I wanted to do everything. Because some of it doesn't load in. Because it's an old-ass game and buggy. But I just wanted to land on every landable planet. And I got kind of far. And a lot of them had side missions or whatever to do. And side missions that got me to do romances that I couldn't have because apparently I have to wait until the goddamn second one. Goddamn, but yeah, but but but, but, yeah. but I like was having fun, but the it was repetitive. It was like go to this thing and salvage it. Drive in your clunky ass car to this random <sighs> they, they abandoned dro- scientist site. They dropped the open world stuff in the second game. Okay. It's very linear in the second and third game. But then Andromeda does it, and it's actually not too bad. It's just 
Not you know, good. Ubisoft. It's all, all so massive. <laughs> yeah, you go here, do the tower thing. You see all the collectibles in that area. And then they're useless. And then they're useless. It doesn't do anything. <laughs> it, so oh, you get a secret voice message from your father. I forgot. Mm. And he, it, totally It's worth an it. Easter egg to the original trilogy. That's totally worth it. Because <laughs> he meets a character from there. That's so worth that it. Guy's so poggers. Glup shit almost. Yeah. Anyways, speaking of reviews, um, Baldur's Gate 3 has been getting updates for missing content in the third act, which is something I criticized it for. And I'm going to be fair. I am going to announce and publicly apologize. I should have been more fair with the game. I got swept up in the hype. Of hating it? Of, of, of loving Baldur's Gate 3, right? Well, I'm dropping it from a 9. I'm dropping it from a 10 to a 9. Because, because they're adding because shit. No, because they're adding stuff. That should have been that there. That should have been there in the third act. In the first place. Because they released an unfinished game and people are not willing to look at it because it's their lovely Larian. Okay? okay. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say that. Okay. I'm, I'm going to say that. Well, are you going to play it? Are Eventually. You're just, just going to stick with Starfield. Yeah, yeah. And plus, Cyberpunk DLC is dropping soon. And I'm debating if I want to play it again. <laughs> well, on Xbox... You can't buy it separately. Yeah, you can. I you found can? it. I, I found okay, it good. I was going to say, yeah. last time I looked, you had yeah. to buy the the, yeah. the both, and I didn't want to do that. You actually have to search it up. It's, it's not right there. You have to search it up. That's fucking dumb. Okay. Because, yeah, I think they're really pushing for it to be their finale. Or their well, that makes thing, some sense. You know, to make up for everything. And after this, they're going full production in, on The Witcher 4. Four. Oh, I just saw this. So this is from My Time to Shine Hello. Oh, yeah, yeah. You want to know what she said? I guess it's a she. Yeah. You want to know what she said? Yeah, I saw it too. Red Dead 3, baby. Oh, no, I didn't see what that. What the fuck? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah, Red Dead 3. It's happening. Is that what... Whoa, whoa. any other context to that? It, <laughs> it literally just says Red Dead Redemption 3 is officially in the works. Which makes me think that they're going with your idea. <laughs> well, no, they It's going to be a prequel to two. <laughs> no, but like, it makes me think that GTA 6, within the next year, yeah, maybe two at the latest, but like, if they're doing another Red Dead, with how massive the teams are, they could theoretically work on both, but they try to do one at a time. So my guess is, hey... GTA 6 is gonna be out within, like, the next 12 to 24 months. I'll see you in 12 years, because in 6 years they're dropping Agent. <laughs> oh, dude, that's gonna be lit. Yeah, I don't want to see a Red Dead 3. Well, it's not that I don't. It's just Red Dead 2 needs to come off of the pedestal of greatest game ever. Like, it needs to, like, calm down a little bit. Well, it's, <laughs> it's just the people who praise it are, like, 12 years old, and they don't play anything else. Oh, that's so true. They play, like, Overwatch and Apex. Oh, that's, and that's real. <laughs> real. Because well, have you seen those videos that you can randomly run across on, like, YouTube shorts that are, like, people comparing the graphics for some reason? Like, I remember seeing those with uh, God of War Ragnarok, and I'm like... So one is more realistic graphic-wise, while the other 
has a stat. Has a, <laughs> has has a, a art, stat. Has an art stat. <laughs> like, what, how, what does graphics have to do with anything? So well, you should be talking about how fun gameplay is. Ha, shoot. And how non-repetitive it is. Shoot, 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 shoot. That's all I do is shoot. Remember in God of War when they had subversive story missions when you didn't fight anyone at all? You just walked. You just walked. And talked and did a little puzzle. Remember that. <laughs> remember? Remember variety. Remember oh, variety. You threw the axe at the puzzle. That counts as combat. Oh! Of course. Oh, sorry. You play as Atreus and you kill three skeletons so you can talk to Freya. I'm sorry. That counts as combat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'd just rather see Bully too, but it's not going to happen. No. And well, then and then she vaguely ominously posted like a couple hours ago your thoughts on Gal Gadot as Samus for a live action movie. I'd kill myself. <laughs> but like that's she didn't say yep live action Metroid. That's actually such an awful choice. <laughs> but like well excuse me. Like I'd rather have like the most jacked woman you've ever seen play Samus. God I want to get pecked. <laughs> Wait what? No I didn't say it. And then apparently, we okay, there's two. There's two things that I'll do before I talk about the festivals. One, Toy Story 5 is bringing back Andy. Yeah, I heard about that. And his family. To be fair, if we're... count Well, they could jump time. Because, like, in 2010, or whatever, like, he was, like, 18 and going off to college. But then in, in 2019... With, like, nine years later, with Toy Story 4, it was set one year later. I feel like they could and probably should jump forward a couple of years. So he's, like, 30. Or, watch like, late a, 20s. Watch him be a teacher. Like, <laughs> and, like, Bonnie's, like, I don't know. Bonnie's in high school. And she brings the toys or something for show and tell. And middle school. Middle school. Because she's not even school. in an elementary oh, school. Oh, yeah, yet. maybe it would be middle, middle school. school. And he's a middle school teacher. And then they meet again. Mm-hmm. And, then again. and then he has a family and stuff. No, because Woody's not there anymore. See, Shit, the, they, they've only confirmed Buzz. Tim Allen's the only one confirmed for the cast. So well, it was a good outing for Woody. It was. Like, honestly, I would rather not see him again. <laughs> like, I would infinitely rather see the rest of the cast have endings. Because, like... <laughs> yeah, uh, they didn't... They didn't They didn't have... That was probably my issue. They didn't have a strong ending compared to Woody. It was just kind of like, see ya. And Woody's like... Well, like, like, Woody's was so good. Because it was his story. He was the main character. Yeah, and true. then... And then... Dick Grayson... Young Dick Grayson is going to be in The Batman Part 2, which makes Brave and the Bold feel kind of fucking redundant. <laughs> yeah, but, but... And apparently Clayface uh, is the villain, or one of the villains. I'd rather see Robin and Pattinson's verse, because I could see Robert Pattinson have a Robin more than... Well, we don't know who's cast, but or we don't even know how he's going to be Batman, but how that person's gonna play batman but i i'd much rather have battinson have a robin than why Kristen can't Bale. that just be the dcu batman huh? yeah. why do we even need the brave and the bold like come on <laughs> we don't need that it's more campy it's like um it's like was it batman brave and the bold, the bold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 this is a cartoon yeah. that, well, that clip was floating around twitter the clip where he fights dark side 
But <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> fucking fights Darkseid and equips jokes. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah, this is going to be in the in guns. This is part of Gun's vision. He one v ones Darkseid and wins. <laughs> and wins. That's what Snyder would have done, but it wouldn't have been good. No, it would have been bad because Zack Snyder sucks. Anywho, I'm just like. I want it to be like like a body horror monstrosity Clayface, not like Golden Age Clayface, where he just has a mask made of clay. I mean, I I I, I would infinite like you can keep like the the horror vibe and have a fantastical, disgusting flesh clay monster you, you, violently kill people. You know who I think is going to be the main villain? Who? Hear me out. Hear me Two out. Things. Okay. So the, the 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 city is flooded, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. You know who who uh, who who what what's in water that eats people? Fish. Oh, Fish. Killer Croc. Killer Croc. But Killer Croc wasn't a crocodile in the Golden Age. He was a mobster. <laughs> See, I saying. want him to go fantastic. I liked the outing with the mobsters, but like, if you're gonna do. The fantastical villains do them fantastically. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I want, like, and you can keep the almost R rating. Like, you can keep Clayface as a disgusting body horror. And you can still guy. keep that dark and gritty tone. You can, like, do. I could definitely see Mr. Freeze with the orange tint. Blue tint. Winter. <laughs> winter. It's winter now. It's winter now. But, Arkham like. It's like, <laughs> It's blue now. It's <laughs> blue. <laughs> like I don't know I want to see the fantastical villains because we've seen enough jokers okay we've seen a, I'm and sorry you know he's saving them for the third one we've seen enough like that's not true I'd two okay faces we've seen like two two faces I'd, already I'd be okay if, we, if, it, if it's the acrobatic joker was he in the Batman TV show was he in that show? Wait, did he have like the crazy hair yeah he, yeah. Had, the, he, had, the, he had the dreadlocks and he was like bouncing around that, that's what I'd like to see, because it's more unique. That's true. That's true. I don't know. I just feel like they're going to do Two-Face, and then the Penguin's going to be back, and apparently Catwoman's going to be back, and they're going to be like at each other's throats this time and not have a sexual tension. And just like, I don't know. It feels like they're bringing a lot of people back. Like, this movie's going to be like four hours long. <laughs> it's going to be like four hours long. Maybe it's just overhype. That it's going to be a good movie for Matt Reeves. Ah, that's so true. That's <laughs> so true. Um, I don't know what it was with Hello, My Time to, Sh- my time to Shine, Hello, but she also just casually said Hogwarts Legacy 2 is in the Oh, works. yeah! But that, like, th- in my opinion, threw her entire track record down the drain because, like, that was going to happen. <laughs> like, that's such a... Like, do you really need to, to be insi- to be an insider to, like... Well, okay, well, that? to be fair, to was, be fair... To be fair, it is the highest selling game from this year. <laughs> to be fair, a lot of high selling games don't get sequels. But this is Warner Brothers. Or they don't get sequels very often. Or like, Warner Brothers announced Wonder Woman like two years ago and nothing's happened. It'll right? come out eventually, right? No, it won't. <laughs> it's, right? gonna, it's fucking canceled. <laughs> Such a good idea, though. I just want to see the Nemesis system again, please. <laughs> Why did they have to patent that idea? Al <laughs> rip. Oh, people wouldn't have done it anyways because the second game was critically was critically and uh, player wise banned because or panned because what, they more? had loot boxes. Yeah, uh... they had fucking loot boxes. 
in a in an in an, in an, in an yeah, action adventure game. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. They have fucking loot boxes you can buy to get good orcs. It's not a joke. They patched it out like they don't exist anymore. So it's a much better game. That's what Well, I, I bought Shadow of Mordor Game of the Year edition for like 5 bucks. Yeah, I didn't get the DLC. So here's here's the thing. I owned it on the PS3 and it was very easy to load into a cutscene, but it took like 5 minutes to come out of a cutscene. And oh, after yeah. like 30 minutes I gave up. So I'm hoping that on new gen it'll look a bit better. And it'll load faster, you know? I got a shit ton of games. I got Devil May Cry 1 through 4 for cheap. I got Dead Rising 1, 2, and then the weird spin-off thing with the character from, from the, the first system. one. I got the Ace Attorney trilogy for cheap. I got Assassin's Creed 1 for cheap. Because, like, I have the Ezio trilogy, Yep, I do too. I do. Like I, yeah. like. Are you gonna play those stuff? I feel like I m- might, cause Try like the them. early ones are supposedly one of the better ones. Like they're mid, and then they like get better. Yeah, I hear they peak at Brotherhood and Four. That sounds about right. <laughs> and then everything else is just mid. <laughs> Well, Origins and, Origins and Odyssey. I do want to play Origins because I like that setting. That's a really good fucking setting for assassins, dude. Wait, which one was that? Or- Egyptian. Oh, wait, what was Odyssey? Roman? Odyssey was Greek, yeah. And yeah. then... People... Valhalla's in Norse. And then the new one is... And people say Persian? That... Is no. that what Mirage is Persian? No, it's in India. Oh. So it's actually unique. Interesting. <laughs> It's and then the and then the one after that's going to be Japan. <laughs> no, it's going to be another. Uh, yeah, it's, I was going to say it's going to be in another white person country. They should have one in Africa. No, they, sh- uh, they that, should. That would be like boring though. There's like. There's well, a. I mean, if you have it further back in time, maybe you have like a big mess up in like the Middle East. Oh, that's already in Persia. That's Prince of Persia. That's <laughs> Prince of Persia. But like in Africa. Oh, they already have one in Africa. Well, like, I don't know. Think about, like, the colonization of, like, South Africa. Think about, like, an assassin during the, like, the colonization of Africa. That's... And, like, but, like, it's based on... They were from that country first, before the colonization. So, like, the white people were the bad guys. Like, the Aztec game, before they caved to Republicans. (laughs) Wait, wait, players... A white person, and then you no no no, no you play as like what plays an Aztec. No, like remember that Aztec game? Yeah, but then they cave to Republicans because they're like white people can't be bad, so they're gonna allow you to enslave <laughs> and slaughter Aztec people. Like maybe I mean the Aztecs. To be honest, we're not very nice to their neighbors, but I mean, do you think people coming over and st- uh, you know putting turning them into slaves and not exploiting their land for resources or any better. No, <laughs> that's so real. Like I don't know. Like they Inherit- people hated the Aztecs so much they teamed up with them, but then they just betrayed them anyways, and enslaved them too. I'm just saying there is a lot of world that they can go to. Uh did do they have a Victorian one? I feel like they yeah do. they do. That's uh, Syndicate and Syndicates in the UK and Jack the Ripper. Really? Yes. Interesting. 
Yes. But I hear like, the two pro it has dual protagonists, but I hear they're obnoxious and shit and some of the worst it's it's actually like unironically like some of the worst video game protagonists ever. Pog. <laughs> so. They should have one There's one during the French Revolution that people also love. That's Unity. People say that's one of the better ones. At the time it came out they did. Where they do. is the Native American one? That is the third one. Actually? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Three is in North America? Three is in North America during the Revolutionary War. But it has no? nothing to... It, well, it does have stuff to do with the Revolutionary War, but it's revealed it's actually just the two political parties just duking it out, and the main character just caught in the middle. What about the Mongolians? What about the <laughs> Mongolian invasion of... Japan? <laughs> all of a lot of places. But... But the Ghost of Tsushima, Assassin's Creed crossed over. <laughs> no, I don't know. I feel like I there's know. a lot of places. What about like the setup of Australia? <laughs> like, not, like you have to think of wacky stuff. Because would you really think the Caribbean would be a good location for a, an Assassin's Creed game? Is that actually one of them? Yeah, that's Black Flag. Oh, it's really? The Caribbean. You can go to uh, what's that pirate place? called again there's probably a lot of them. The, the the what they called it in pirates of the caribbean i don't know they have a lot of yeah, stupid shit in them. <laughs> yeah, <I don't laughs> a lot of stupid shit yeah, you can go to visit all the assassin's islands. creed in space <laughs> modern <laughs> assassin's creed but that's just watchdogs and watchdogs is bad oh that's so real like a sack like there was a collection of every dlc for the original watchdogs put together for like six bucks and I almost got it, except $6 is more expensive than 5 So I, oh, yeah. got, so I got rid of it. <coughs> Bless you. I got Legion with all the DLC for 20 bucks, and it came with Watch Dogs 2. And but I, that 2 has a lot of DLC as yes, well. Yeah, did, that, did it come with it? Or? I didn't check. I just saw it gave me it, and I'm like, oh, I didn't even know that came with it. Lit. And then I played Legion for like two hours, and it was really boring. <laughs> that sounds about right. But, like, the trailer was so funny because you could take over old people and they can yeah, bomb could. places. You could. And I do like that. Like, not that, but it's... <laughs> it's like... It's not like Grand Theft Auto where you're, like, mowing people down. There's actually, like, tension when you meet other people and you're shooting them. There's this game that I got on sale, too, called American Fugitive. I had never heard of it, but the gameplay looked interesting. It's like GTA if it kept the top-down oh, yeah. style. Yeah. Yeah. And basically you play as a, a guy that's framed for the murder of his father. And he escapes prison and he tries to find out who did it. Right? But it's GTA in the fact that you can kind of steal cars. You can have a shit ton of weapons. You like do deals with different people. There's, like, a lot of destructible environments. You can hit a lot of shit. Police can come after you. Like, they, they have, like, a whole chart of, like, everything you've done. And, like, you can get arrested and escape again. There's, like, a lot of random shit you can it's do. Grand Theft Auto, but, like... If they kept the top yeah. down. If they kept the top down. Instead of going 3D. And I think that it was kind of... It was, like, three bucks. Like, I got it really cheap. I got Rock of Ages 2 and 3 each for like three bucks when we played two it was pretty fun uh two 
by myself was a bit boring. Yeah, yeah, it was. Like, it, it's it's too, it's fun with other people. <laughs> um, and then I didn't even try three yet. All I've been playing is Vampire Survivors, but we'll get to that. <laughs> um, I have other news. Do you have other news? Yeah, I, d- I do. Um, they're coming out with a GI Joe beat 'em up. Did you see that? I did I not see a release date, but what the fuck? Interesting. Kind of cool. Um, let me let me see. Um, uh, Seg, uh, well the the writers the, Sa- the oh, actors yeah. strike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're also looking to get the, you know video game actors too. I did see that. The I did see that. So that would, I mean. In my opinion, that's not... They're, like, not as important. I don't know what the strike would be for for them. Would it be for the AI stuff? Because I don't hear anyone complaining about being paid poorly for games. Well, like, they have to. For, like... Like... It depends on the corporation. But, like... If you are an actor in a video game... Your voice has to be used... And if, like, you're like Norman Reedus and your body has been, like, digitally recreated, like, a billion fucking times, they could theoretically use it anywhere at any time they like. But I think it just depends on, like, who it's for. Like, they gave one specifically to Insomniac, but they didn't give one to, like, Naughty Dog. Like, Like, invitations to strike. And I feel like... I'm I'm all for unionizing, by the way, but like, it's just kind of weird because like, video games take longer to make, and like, I don't know. There's just like a lot of weird specifics that are different yeah. for each of them, and like you can have a voice in a game, but like the face is different, so do you have to talk to both of them for a strike? You know, like it's just there's a lot that goes on. <laughs> yeah, it's probably in general strikes. Uh, unionization of the gaming industry will probably not happen for a while. I feel like they should though. Jesus Christ! Like, I don't know. A lot of it depends on their bonuses, but if their game bombs, especially over like stupid shit, they don't get the bonuses, and then vol- volition. Is that who did the Saints Row game? That, like, dies horribly. And then, like, everyone's fired and, like, studio shuts down. Yeah, that was that was a news. They are, 30 years, they were around for 30 years and then they were shut down. Not only, they weren't shut down just for the game bombing. They were also shut down because Embracer Group, right? I'm sorry, I said that they were going to be a big a big competitor in the, in the gaming industry. Well, it turns out they're not. And they just lost a lot of money, so they're shutting down studios that aren't making money. <laughs> so they so. bought Crystal Dynamics. So you're telling me they're going to shut down Crystal Dynamics? No, they're just going to shoot shut down people that don't. Because they own Deep Rock Galactic. They're not shutting that down. That game makes bank, too. It does. They're, they're shutting down Violation. I played not... Deep Rock Galactic for like an hour, and I was bored. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're going to shut down the studios like Volition, who haven't made a good game since like the early 2000s. Which isn't entirely their fault, but whatever. Yeah, there's just like a lot of talented people involved, but like I yeah, don't but know. I need to know what the fuck happened to Saints Row because apparently it cost a hundred million dollars to make, and it does not feel like it's a hundred million dollars. That's fucking cheap compared to some other stuff. 
Are you kidding me? Yeah, but for what game Saints Row is? I don't know. For a hundred million, that's not awful. Well, like, like, like The Last of Us was like two fifty. God of War, Ragnarok, or was it God of War one? One of the God of Wars was like two twenty. Like Insomniac games are cheap. I don't know how the hell they do it. But like, like the, on like the top five list that Sony released, Insomniac wasn't even on there. <laughs> so like, I don't know what they do. It's the same, but but the thing is, Saints Row plays like it's game that sold for five dollars on steam that's funny <laughs> so i want to know what money laundering schemes there um ign released an article saying that uh pete hines is defending starfield bugs who's um, pete hines, pete hines is um the head of bethesda oh okay i feel like i might execs yeah so what a lot of the reviews praised for Starfield is that is it's the most smooth launch for Bethesda in terms of bugs. Okay. But um, yeah, there's he, some. He said every game has some. They like, that's what a, the day one patch. Yeah. They they took an out of context quote saying we embrace chaos, but in reality he said that um, he he said we embrace chaos. We could make a we could make a more safer game. That's not as big, but we choose to make a big game, and that comes with its side effects of having small bugs, like companions blocking the way out of a doorway. They just said, yeah, he shouldn't have said we embrace chaos. That's my point. And read an actual article, and don't shit on IGN for giving the game a 7. Actually read their review. Don't scroll down to the 7. <laughs> so what did they say about Starfield? Like, the guy... You said that reviewed it yeah, also gave a, Doom like a 7 He has a really something. bad track record. He has a bad track record. Well, is it bad, bad though? Because it's personal taste. Yeah, that's true. That's also <laughs> that's also a huge thing. You shouldn't really take game reviews to heart because a lot of them just don't like RPGs. Like, Well, like, there's like the Sony guy that does Sony games. Yeah. There's the Xbox guy that does Xbox games. I feel like it should be by genre. Yeah, not by they don't corporation. Do, they don't do. They, yeah, they don't. <laughs> they they should definitely have a guy on RPGs, a guy on survival horror, a, uh, or well, survival people. But well, survival horror isn't the biggest genre. Yeah. I feel like there's like one every year, maybe, or one one big one. Anyway, <laughs> there's probably some indie stuff you could do. Like, yeah. think about like guy that does indie games, guy that does like action adventure games. You know, person that does strategy stuff, you know, and that and like companies usually don't give enough time. <laughs> yeah. Like, like Baldur's Gate, they give them a weekend. <laughs> yeah, they actually, that's also, that's, <laughs> give them a weekend. that's also something that I think contributed to a lot of the 10 out of 10s because people only finished like the first half of the game and then they're like, oh yeah, I love it so far. So no, you have to finish it in order to give an Or maybe you should give them two weeks so they can beat the 100-hour like, game. I understand abandoning a game and then giving a review because you thought it was mid. But That's so rude. If, you're, if, you, if you love it, don't give it a review until you actually finish the fucking game. That's true. <laughs> That's so true. actually bullshit. Like, it's, Elden Ring also did that. Only they gave it like that weekend. And then 10 out of 10s across the board. There was a, another big game. I forgot which one, but it gave them... Oh! It was Final Fantasy VII. 
it gave him a weekend to beat like a 60 hour game <laughs> i'm sorry some of these people need to understand that games take a while and like yeah even if they're good like sometimes they're just long and some people are slow like I'm slow at games. If I was a reviewer, I would suck. I'd take forever. You should look for, like, personal, like, YouTube reviewers instead of looking at journalists. Or maybe there's just, like, a bloggers or something. But, like, you should look for a reviewer that has the same taste in games as you. Well, not always. It's not always great to be the like-minded. Yeah, yeah, but, like, I'm not saying, like, oh, this person gave minecraft a 10 out of 10 so i like them i'm like <laughs> go to someone who actually has an opinion an opinion if that makes any sense at sure. all well it's weird that like i don't know no i get it like <sighs> it's just have, have has someone beaten it yet starfield yes i don't know because <laughs> there's like 50 PC reviews and 50 Xbox reviews. And I don't even know if anyone's beaten it yet. No, they haven't. Like, that's so why the fuck? <laughs> that's stupid. Ugh. Yeah, like, that's... if it was a short game, I could maybe see him giving him a weekend. Like, maybe. Yeah. But, e- like... Even reviewers I saw who had the whole week to play it when they got the reviews, they didn't finish it. Like... Uh, yeah, it's so dumb. Wasn't there a guy that spent, like, a hundred hours playing it? There was, like, a post on Reddit. There was one I saw from a guy playing for 300 hours in it's that week. fucking <laughs> No, in that week, because he got it early. Earlier than everyone else, because he got a review code. 300, oh my god. <laughs> like, I'll trust his opinion. <laughs> There's 300 hours. I'm not gonna trust the guy with 16 hours. Well, I'm gonna trust the guy with three. Unless he just grinded the story, then like maybe. Well, it. I'm not gonna trust 16 hours because Starfield, from what I played, is a massive game. I played for two hours and I had my quest log filled. <laughs> Fetch quest. <laughs> and I'm like, what am I supposed to do with all these? But they categorize it, so it's. Ah, oh, were so they all like, under fetch quest? No, it's like main quest, miscellaneous. All of the miscellaneous ones with fetch quests. <laughs> sorry, quest. I just... I associate Bethesda with fetch quests. So there sorry. are worse, I can tell you that much. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy sixteen. you're not going to get any worse side quests out of a single player. Quote-unquote RPG. Anyways, like, there are... You, you, haven't, you haven't played. You, I saw you a bundle you, you that seen. was FF16 built in with the PS5. Yeah, you should get that and regret it. Well, no, because like, isn't isn't FF sixteen seventy dollars? Yeah, because the bundle was five sixty, so it was like ten dollars off. Yeah, I got the bundle. Just go for it. (laughs) Just go for it, and then let me know if it's worth it. I don't know. Like, my my thought is that it's probably just FF seven again. That's like my thought. So like, I don't really like. I (laughs) I don't. There's a lot of complaints with FF7 that I have that a lot of people for some reason don't. So I feel like going into this, I will be middle of the road. I will not hate it, but the people that gave it like a 9 are going to be cringe. (laughs) You know, like, that's where I'm going to be with FF16. I'll probably give it like a 6 or a 7. It'll be like, the gameplay is so good, me mashing one button. (laughs) 
It's. Anyway, There's anyway, so much. Anyway. Depth. Do you have any other news, bro? Oh, Jesus Christ. No, I think I I'm done. We're we're already an hour in. Well, I've got like. Okay, so 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 so. Is that it? Um. Or oh, we forgot oh. the big one. Jimmy Buffett. Um, that's a big one too. What was the other one? Um, PlayStation is upping their, uh, subscription for is it. What is it called again? PlayStation Online, Online Plus, Plus or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know the monthly price because all of the big game journalists are just doing the 12-month subscriptions to make it seem worse. But it is increased by $40. For the yearly one? For the yearly. And they only had like 60 games. And they added Saints Row for this month. Which one? The original? No, the new one. <laughs> a classic for sure. So, like, makes me question. They're, what What the fuck? Like, know. maybe they're having... They should just take my idea. I've talked about my idea way too much, but they should take my idea. I would literally let them. I they literally wouldn't sue them. You, they should just take it. <laughs> raise the price when people actually care about your service. Or maybe add stuff to it to make it look solid. Make oh. it look valued. That value... That's... that's that's how much is it 200 for a year it's 80 bucks for the regular and then i think it's like 180 for the, the, oh, the 12 months it's 80 bucks for essential which is the, i don't know what that is there's they have it in different tiers i don't know how the fuck these tiers are most people go for the yearly one probably because it's yeah. the cheapest yeah and then extra and then the second tier is 135 and then the third tier is 160 but i don't know what any of these tiers do it's like why all the, all system? i know is that it includes online and there's a collection and of games. i'm like what an awesome time because game pass was a dollar last month it was so i don't know what the fuck maybe okay i'll give them credit they're to not, be fair they're not backed by game a, pass is losing money yeah yeah they're not backed by a massive corporation like like xbox like microsoft with xbox since the very beginning has been losing money I don't think they've ever made a profit with the Xbox brand ever. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're just hemorrhaging money. <laughs> not even hemorrhaging, but, like, they make money, but it's, like, not enough. You know? Like, I'm sorry. It just isn't, like, the same. Like, I, I remember seeing sales of, like, the Xbox One. And they're, like, solid. It's, like, 50 million units sold, which is, like, respectable. But, like, every single console they sold lost, like, $100 or something stupid. Like, all they do with Xbox is lose money. Yeah. And they keep going. Well, what, what's the, what are they cooking? <laughs> what are they cooking? What have they been cooking for, like, 20 years? <laughs> something. I don't know. And then Game Pass is $16 a month. But there's, like, 400 games on it. <laughs> Albeit, half of them nobody's gonna play but that's true that's also something that i think it makes them a lot of money a lot of people just buy it to play like madden or something <sighs> a true game <laughs> true gamer um yeah okay so i've got mostly movie first reviews out of the festivals but i have one other one that jimmy buffett has passed away at like 76 i think 
Rift's big L. <laughs> Rip. He's probably resting up in his Margaritaville he built up in heaven. heaven. <laughs> he, he met God's like, can I build a Margaritaville? <laughs> I'm just like, go for it, bro. I don't know. Like, I enjoyed, like, the classic stuff he did. Like, the stuff that's his most well-known. But, like, Jimmy Buffett is associated with a memory of mine that's very personal to me. Um, with my great-grandma. So, like, it hit a, a slight bit worse than it would have otherwise. Because it reminded me of her. But, otherwise, like, a lot of celebrity deaths, you know, they happen. He's old. He, he lived a long life. he was life surrounded by his family. That's nice. That's nice. <laughs> they were probably singing a song to him. <laughs> yeah, man. Alright, so Venice and Telluride film festivals are happening simultaneously so i couldn't tell which movie was premiering where and sometimes they were premiering at both so i'm just gonna kind of talk about the general consensus and we'll make our own opinion when it, or if we eventually see it you know yeah maybe it's gonna be locked in a vault wait what <laughs> i don't know you never know a movie might be locked in a vault for an eternity it's true it's true so I want to start with El Conde, the new Pablo Lorraine movie, the director of um, Spencer and Jackie. It's a satire about like a Chilean, Chilean general or like dictator, but he portrays him as like a 200-year-old vampire. And it's like black and white. And it's like a satire, and it's apparently extremely gory and kind of funny, but it's very divisive, because, like, all of his movies are, like... I don't think there has been a general consensus of, like, good from his movies. There's some people that fucking hate his movies. I thought people liked Spencer. I loved Spencer. I showed my dad Spencer thinking he would hate it, and he liked it. I'm like, what? That's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Spencer dies at the end. Uh, no, she doesn't, actually. She doesn't die in the movie, is oh, what I'll say. Oh. So, uh, next up, Saltburn, the new movie from Emerald Fennell, who did Promising Young Woman, has this movie that's like Talented Mr. Ripley, which is a, it's about a guy that's becoming obsessed with another guy, and it's like, they're in school or something. And it's apparently, it debuted with a rotten, <laughs> rotten tomatoes. But like a, like a high rotten, like a 58, you know? So it's it's divisive. Some people like it, some people don't. Um, the people that I follow really liked it, but again, it did debut with the rotten. So some people don't. But from what I heard, it's very gothic and very gay, <laughs> which is cool with me. But I didn't love Promising Young Woman, so I'm curious what this one is going to be like. But... Some of the shots from the trailer look pretty fucking great. Like, scimitar's on point. Um, but it, this was possibly an awards contender. Uh, this kind of dropped off immediately. Because there's not a ton that they could go off of. But I'm going to try to keep the discussion on the movies themselves this time. So The Holdovers. Uh, the new Alexander Payne movie was generally, generally received very well. Um... Got pretty good reviews. Paul Giamatti was giving good praise. Just overall, it's a solid movie. And they'd give it like eights and stuff. 
which I'm totally okay with. I like a good 8 out of 10. <laughs> um, very Oscar bait from what I hear. It's like like, an, like a dramedy from... It, it's like filmed on film, so it's like grainy. And the trailer was like an 80s movie. So it, it's, it's doing something. So, I was actually surprised to see that trailer playing the theaters. I yeah. think they're trying to rake up money for that. Yeah, well, it's it's weird because like the director is like not great. He had some <laughs> sexual assault allegations, but like he somehow just got away with it. He just he just did. He's just been skirting by. Like no one seems to know or give a shit. Like for some reason he's cool. Question mark. Like, it's really weird that this dude had like the same thing as David O. Russell last year, and he's just kind of getting away with it. All is forgiven after you make a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh no, Roman Polanski. Oh, funny thing, I don't know or give a shit about Roman Polanski's new movie, but it debuted with a zero on Rotten Tomatoes. Holy shit. Yeah, I debuted with a zero. <laughs> That's very... Ex- it's called The Palace, if you want to look it up. So then we have The Bike Riders. That movie that I was mentioning about, like, a bike gang. Um, it was it was considered good. Like, a solid 7 out of 10 good. It was the general consensus. Most people say the performances are the standouts, specifically from Jodie Comer, which is fair because she's a terrific actress. What are you looking at? I'm just looking at Roman Polanski. Oh, I just, <laughs> oh. I just want to see if it's like suddenly a new thing that he makes a shitty movie, <laughs> or if it's been going on. He's for probably a while. made several shitty movies, but like, I, 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 I want to start by newest. That's why. Well, wouldn't you want to start with lowest? Well, to be fair, Letterbox is different because they like wait for enough reviews so they can have the, the the overall rating. But yeah, the bike riders was considered okay, and that sounds about right. I watched Midnight Special from him. I did not like it, <laughs> but it, like it was shot very well, and he did a movie called Loving that people thought was like only okay, but it got some hype i guess ferrari the new michael mann movie some news came out about the movie itself that they it would feature a graphic beheading due to a car crash i'm like what the fucking excuse me sorry my bad whoopsie daisy so from what i heard it was like solid it's like a 71 on metacritic it's like it's like it's like mixed to positive from what I hear, it's got great performances, specifically from Penelope Cruz, who people are calling the standout of the movie. But the writing is apparently, like, eh. It's got some issues with the pacing. Then we have Poor Things. Well, I, well, oh, I saw the leaked post-credit scene for Ferrari. <gasps> Did it tease Ford? <laughs> He's coming back. He's, I'm still not sure about why they did the team-up first. It's a little weird. I w- well, it's from the perspective of Ford. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, that's so. true. <laughs> so we did need Ferrari's perspective. We did, we, despite the fact that it's set earlier. <laughs> well, this is like his grandpa. We're going to get to that in the third movie. Oh, the trilogy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
So now we have poor things. I mean, Yurgo Slanthimos film. This debuted with fantastic reviews. Everyone that watched it fucking loved it. It's like a 94 on Metacritic. It's got like a 4 on Letterboxd from what I saw. Everyone's saying it's an extremely well-crafted movie. It's funny. It's like a movie that general audiences can get into, despite how kind of kooky it is. And honestly, that sounds like right up my alley. I, the trailer played in front of Asteroid City when I watched with my sister. Every trailer that played, I'd turn to my sister and be like, would you watch it, right? And when this one played, she said, I want to see it. When I showed my mom the trailer for Poor Things, she said, I want to see it. I don't know what in particular this movie is doing, but my family wants to see it. So in December, I guess I'll go watch I Poor Things. I don't. <laughs> don't? No, I didn't see any marketing. So. Well, I thought I showed you the trailer. I probably saw it, but I probably forgot about it. I from what I hear, like... Emma Stone is great. Oh, like, yeah, it's that movie. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. it's like Frankenstein. Yeah, that looked okay. Woman. <laughs> um, but, like, Maybe it's, it's apparently a lot like Barbie. Well, but this is it's probably not as funny. Yeah, well, it's a dark I'm going to beat you off right now. I'm going to beat you off right now. Rustin, the new mm. movie from uh, some people that I forgot about. George C. Wolfe. I'm sorry, that's no, the name. director of Tall, um, Tall Girl. No, no, no. So Rustin, about Baynard Rustin, the gay rights activist that uh, set up the March on Washington for MLK. The movie premiered, and it was like, okay. That sounds like a biopic. However, like most biopics, people said Coleman Domingo fucks in this movie. Oh. He's so good. People immediately said that like he's like the person to beat for the Oscars. And I think that's kind of cringe. But I'm very excited to see a lead role from him. I'm very excited. Then <clears throat> we have All of Us Strangers. This used to be called just Strangers based off the book. Now it's called All of Us Strangers. It's got uh, Andrew Scott. If I showed you his face, you'd probably know who I'm talking about. Paul Mescal, Claire Foy, Jamie Bell. It's like a ghost story, but... It's not the movie A Ghost Story, but, <laughs> but it's, it's a movie with ghosts, but it's like a tender drama, I guess, from what I hear. And it's a 98 on Metacritic. That's kind of low. It's literally one of the if highest reviewed movies of all time on the goddamn website. If it's not 99, it's not good. Mm. Oh, you're right, you're right. Well, it got extremely high reviews, and people are praising it, saying it's very good, which is... I mean, it's coming out in October. It's very close. I'll probably go and check it out. And it's less than two hours. Ugh. Movie's less than two hours. My you favorite. You only care if it's less than... It, it, you only care if it's a long movie if it's not a Marvel movie. Mm, that's true. Actually, that's so real. Like, if it's a long movie, but it's like a drama, I'm cool with it. Like, Tar was like two hours and 40 minutes. And it Fuck didn't that. feel like two hours and 40 minutes both times I watched it. Which is so weird because it's slow and boring, but it's like it felt like a two-hour-long movie, which was really weird. I mean, as long as the, as long as I can keep you engaged, I'm sure. Then it we have. Oh, sorry. So then we have the short film, the wonderful story of Henry Sugar, the Wes Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. 
Benedict Pumpernickel. <laughs> so this premiered, and it was unanimously praised as his best since the Grand Budapest Hotel. Short? <laughs> A short. Now listen, apparently there's other shorts, but I thought there were going to be like a collection like in a movie like French Dispatch but apparently they're not and they're all gonna be separate shorts and this one's coming out in September like this month like later this month um but it, it would like none of his movies have been unanimously praised like French Dispatch Isle of Dogs Asteroid City a lot of people are mixed on it apparently this one's different and like everyone's fucking loving it so Cool, I guess. Good Wes Anderson. I'm, I'm down for uh, Maestro, the new movie from Bradley Cooper. He really wants an Oscar, guy. He really wants an Oscar. Uh, so... God, I think I saw another trailer for that. Yeah? Like, it was... And it was, like, an actual ad. Huh. It comes out in December. Maybe I don't know I'm why they'd be doing crazy. marketing now. Maybe I'm I mean, I showed you the original. teaser trailer. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I, I swear I remember it was Bradley Cooper and I thought it was cringe. Carrie Mullen. Oh, yeah, I did. I do remember now. Yeah, I yeah, do yeah. remember now. It so apparently the two leads are, like, phenomenal. The two of them are great. It's got good cinematography, from what I've heard. But it's a bit divisive. Some people are really liking it, saying it's a step up, while some people saying it falls flat. It has, like, a 3.4 on Letterboxd. Um... But like it has like a seventy something on Metacritic, I think. Like it's it's divide. It's like a Star is Born that kind of got mixed reviews. That's what this one is. However, um, I'm excited because it's not gonna be depressing as fuck. I don't think <laughs> this one. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Carrie Mulligan. Wait, what? <laughs> well, I am excited for her too. That's very true. Um, Nyad. <coughs> Nyad. So this movie is directed by two people that won an Oscar for the documentary Free Solo. It is their first uh, feature film. It's based on a true story. So my dad's going to love this. <laughs> it's based on a woman, about a woman in her 60s who swims from Cuba to Florida. Man, I'm already asleep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's apparently mid. Go figure. <laughs> However, the two performances, uh, Annette Bening and Jodie Foster, are very, very good. Uh, I saw a clip that Netflix released, and the writing was kind of awful, but they certainly were trying. <laughs> they were playing ping pong, and then <laughs> Annette Bening oh, mentioned. I, I was hoping the movie would just be swimming the entire time. That would actually be so funny. <laughs> it's just in the water. The it's like time. Castaway, but like, cut like. And then, like, two hours of it out. <laughs> it's just like the just ten, the water it's scene. It's just at the, the water end. scene at the end, <laughs> except extended to two hours. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, <clears throat> the killer, the David Fincher yeah, yeah. movie, uh, got very solid reviews. However, it's nothing that we kind of haven't seen before from him. It's almost a return to form a little bit. I'm still excited. But I did, from the trailer, it did look kind of like an 8 out of 10 movie. I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry. Um, but I'm still excited because the 
premise sounds kind of Should cool. just go back and do Aliens 3 again. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Make it man. good this time. Make it good. Remaster it, baby. Let's go. He should make a movie off of Mothman. He should. Get into cryptid shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. All right, so here we have uh, Fingernails. I mentioned this a little bit. So it's about people that create a software that tells you whether you're compatible with someone. Um, it, 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 it reminded me of her a little bit, so I got excited. Apparently, it's, like, good. Like, the performances are solid. But like, the movie itself is, like... watch her again. <laughs> her is so fucking good. But, like, I don't know. I'm here specifically for the performances. But it sounds like it's, like, solid. And I've never heard of the director before. Uh-huh. Like, her? Her? What are you talking about? Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> He's Henry Sugar. <laughs> Henry Sugar. Agro Drift, that action movie where it's all infrared. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to remind. I'm not going to remember the name. <laughs> yeah, the infrared action movie. Yeah, so that yeah. premiered and it got mid to bad reviews. So it's good. <laughs> the premise is apparently really weird. So it's not like. It's not what I expected. I thought from the premise, it was like a soldier. And the guy, it kind of looked like he was a soldier because he had like infrared glasses. I thought it was like a soldier infiltrating a place in infrared. That's what I thought it was. Apparently, like a- it's about a guy gets possessed by a demonic entity that starts slaughtering people. Oh, now I'm not interested in that. I'm not interested either. <laughs> and apparently, like it's like unique because of the infrared. But the review that I saw gave it a 3 out of 10. <laughs> it gave it a 3 out of 10. Like, it sounds so much more awesome to have a body cam movie about some guy like rescu- rescuing hostages, but it's infrared for no reason. Or finding Bigfoot. He's looking for Bigfoot and he's going deranged. It's Joker, but it's 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 a, a it's northern funny. it's a northern redneck. <laughs> it's funny. And then the last one is Ethan Hawke's new movie called Wildcat, where he uses nepotism and hired his daughter. <laughs> Apparently, she's actually really freaking good in the movie. But it's like about like a like a reporter or like a journalist nepotism or something. Doesn't exist. Nepotism actually does. <laughs> it's very hard to get into Hollywood now. Well, you could just use nepotism. <laughs> Actually, I am actually um, JFK's long-lost cousin. Oh, <laughs> you should get into acting. <laughs> uh, but I hear it was, like, solid, but, like, it's actually, not a must I'm actually Ryan Gosling. <laughs> You're actually Ryan Gosling. So, like, the big... T- like, not everything has premiered yet. Tiff still has to happen. That's going to be The Boy and the Heron. Uh, Next Goal wins. A couple of other movies. There's still festival stuff to go. Um, I think... I'm pretty sure TIFF ends on the 17th. And that's like the end of the festivals. That isn't just like repeating the same stuff that's already debuted. Um, Yeah. I'm excited for a number of these. And a lot of them are coming to theaters soon. So I'll just... I I like watching indie movies in theaters. It's good to support that kind of stuff. You know? Like, I would infinitely rather watch Tar again in a theater 
than fucking Transformers Rise of the Beast. <laughs> Why not? That was actually such an awful theater experience. I was falling asleep, okay? I was not falling asleep during Tar. Tar was so fucking interesting that despite two hours and 40 minutes of talking and lawn takes and just dialogue and facial expressions, the, the, the true drama type shit... I- that was more interesting than anything. I wasn't falling asleep. I was just like, what the fuck? I was literally falling asleep during the second act. Like, my eyes were closing. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Look I at, this, look at to... this awesome epic fight at the end, though, guys. Oh, Where the Transformers have plot armor. I'm going to kill myself. G.I. <laughs> Joe! <laughs> Glup shit. Poggers. Oh, Poggers. What? <laughs> I don't know. That's so dumb. God, <laughs> fucking ate that movie. Like, I have only seen like 20-something movies from this year. Like, from 2023. Which is so low for me. I had like 120 from 2021. And it had like 90 from last year. And I'm only at like less than 30 from this year. And it's September. Like, I don't know what it is. There's just been nothing compelling in the theater. Or, like, stuff that I want to watch, like indie movies, are nowhere fucking near us. So I have to, like, wait four months until they're on digital. It's because you're just too focused on gaming this year because it's such a massive year. But you haven't played anything this year. (laughs) I know! Like, I don't know what it is. Like, I've just been, like, either playing catch-up or just kind of doing whatever the hell I want. (laughs) Which is, like, fair. You know, I usually play games after they come out. Last year was different. I just for some reason, played a lot of games from that year. But we played a feck ton of Vampire Survivors. And and we have two different accounts. Like, two different, like, games. So I we got you pretty far. And then I had to play catch-up <laughs> to try to get some stuff. Yeah, I, I unlocked the Wolf Lady and... Well, you have, like, the secret challenges. Else. Like, I haven't yeah. gotten the scroll yet. Like, I got close, and then I fucking died. <laughs> From the weird shit's so confusing. <laughs> so here's the thing. I didn't... So there's a tr- there's a, an achievement called See the Last Fireworks, and I didn't know what that meant. So when I looked it up, I thought it was like an item or something. Turns out... I don't know if I should spoil it. I don't know if I should spoil it. You have sex? No. Turns... Do you care? Should I not say it? I feel like... Because this was out of left field. I didn't know this was in the game. There's fireworks? Well, like, like, there's fireworks every time you get a chest. Like, what? (laughs) Or, like, every time you unlock a new character, there's fireworks. No, so... I don't know if I should spoil it. So, there's, like, a secret stage that you unlock, and you go into it, and you fight a fucking eldritch god. No, that sounds like Vampire Survivors. <laughs> and then, like, Honestly. but it has, like, a ton of, like, faces on it. And, like, it's, like, hunting. It's, like, a void. It's a black void chasing you. Yeah, that sounds like Vampire like, Survivors. Like, I didn't know this was in the game. I don't know how you get it. <laughs> like, I don't know what the fuck. I think shit just kind of happens in the game. I'm, I'm like, what in the hell? So, I, I tried to do one achievement. It's be a good boy and, um, and, uh... One of the, one of the maps, and I'm like, oh, I just have to play as the dog on this map. 
But nope, there's probably something else because I failed. That dog sucks. <laughs> I don't even have the dog, bro. I don't even remember how I got the dog. I also got milk. <laughs> you got milk? No, I had what? to eat cheese and then I had to kill like seven guys. What the fuck are you on about? I don't fucking know. <laughs> like, some of the stuff makes me just go insane. <laughs> well, like, I'm trying to get the cards, you know. And there's like. I like. Some of these characters I don't want to play. Like, the lady with the drill is awful. I hate her so much. Oh, who did I play as? The... And I don't even know, like, half, like, I don't know what a seal is. What's a seal? Like, a seal is what you get when you banish, like, 10 or 20 weapons. So I did that. I did a run that was six minutes long where I banished every weapon I found, and then I died. And then I got, like, those achievements... Like, I don't know what a seal is. They have the same description. I'm like, what is that? Like, it's like they just have random shit, and I don't know what it's for. I don't get it. I think that's the point. No. I'm pretty sure you get to that Eldritch Realm stage with the mirror. Yeah, probably. That's probably. Yeah. I'm not even close to getting the mirror. I don't even know how to get the mirror. I'm so confused. I'll just, just unlock all the secrets, then I'll unlock everything. See, I want to beat the game and then buy the DLC. So, like, because, like, I don't want the DLC shit to have me messed up with the other stuff. And I hear they're overpowered. Like, the <laughs> DLC characters. Overkill. I don't so know. You don't want to ruin like, it. Like, I've done runs where I'm, like, an, a fucking unstoppable god. <laughs> with some, you do the Pugnalo guns. You do Son of Mana... Um, I have Soul Eater, so you have something for defense. Pentagram's really good. Um, Thunder Loop is insane. <laughs> like, the lightning is nuts. Infinite Corridor did, like, a billion damage <laughs> when I did it. Because it halves every enemy's health. And it shows up a lot. So, like, it did, like, a billion damage <laughs> when I did it. When I got it all, so I'm like, oh, shh. That's <laughs> nuts. Oh, fuck. The fucking Blood Whip mixed, because then you're, like, invincible and you don't need any defense if you have the Blood Whip. Well, the Blood Whip mixed it, with, like, the weird blue whip. Yeah, because it constantly heals you. Like, I don't know. The, there's, like, just a ton of random shit, and I don't really know what I'm supposed to do. But, like, I don't know. I'm having fun, but, like, it's almost becoming a chore to try to get everything. And I don't want it to be a chore. Is I'm that like, why I'm... IGN gave the game a 7? Really? Yeah, they gave the game a 7. On which console? I or, don't know. Was it on PC? It would have been on PC, yeah. What? So it was on PC first. It's not even on PlayStation, which is kind of weird. I'm just going to point that out. It's kind it's, of weird. It's going to be dropping on the when PlayStation has their showcase. Really? Yeah, sure. Oh, <laughs> I, th I thought you had yeah, some insider shit. You just knew about them. Like, oh, yeah, no, they're they're going to have a showcase soon. Probably at the end of the month. <sighs> well, this, they got to show off more Spider-Man. I think, I think <laughs> last year they had one in September. And, yeah, Spider-Man is literally coming out. It's, like, around the corner. Yeah. So they literally have to have one. So here's... It was confusing last time when I did, like, the Game Awards. I'm not doing that until October when Spider-Man comes out. So it's, like, a two-month break. And then I'm doing the Oscars at the end of this month when all the festivals are over. Because, like, I want to space them out a bit. It might have been confusing.
because I don't know if I said I would do both at the end of this month. I think, no. I think I don't know. I got a little confused with it, but no, I'm not doing both this month. I'm doing the Oscars version four. And then I'm going to wait until December when the color purple comes out. And then Wonka on a shit drop. And then, yeah, the Game Awards, October's going to be the last one. I don't think MW3 is going to qualify, so I don't have to worry about that. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's a solid schedule. What are we doing for October this year? What are we doing for Halloween? A little spooky. Spooky? We also have the Dini ranking in November. Well, nothing, nothing is out in November, so... There's a decent amount of stuff that I'm interested in. Like for movies, but that's quick. Oh, yeah, yeah. For, that's, that's quick. For games, no, nothing's out in November. Oh, I forgot. I'm playing. I'm gonna play Modern Warfare Three. You are? No, I'm not gonna. Oh my god! Play that shit. <laughs> oh my god! I was gonna say, what the fuck? Did you know? I figured this out. That map they showed off at the presentation. The, they had the, a presentation. Yeah, when they showed off gameplay. I didn't know they showed off. Yeah, gameplay. they showed off gameplay. It was like like a prison riot, like in mm. Black Ops, except it was worse because <laughs> uh the prison stuff was happening out you know like in the early 2000s you'd see like battles outside of the arena going on oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah you yeah. just stare at them for hours that that's what was going on here and the other funny thing was it's that level was just a reused map yo <laughs> it's as if this is basically just an expansion disguised as a third game for 70 bucks I, I can't. I'm it. not surprised it's 70. Call of Duty is finally returning to form. <laughs> form so bad, <laughs> so bad. We're back. We're so back. I We're am doing. just waiting for that shit to drop on Game Pass. I will drop everything and play all of them. <laughs> Game Pass value goes up to like three billion instantly. That's so true. Well, like that, and they get like the Crash games, the Spyro games. They get like. A lot of shit on Game Pass. Just like that. They can get the Just Dance shit on there. Don't you real? Oh my fucking Just Dance. <laughs> Just Dance. I don't know. It's gonna be like the new version, and then they get rid of the old ones. They say Just Dance is not profitable anymore. It's as if they have it on every console. Every... <laughs> it's not a viable... Dude, I swear they fucking had, like... Um, they had, a. Just Dance like 22 on the Wii. I swear. I they swear did. I saw that. I did. I saw that with. They had that shit on the Wii. I'm like, what? <laughs> the Wii. No way. We're still They're making still stuff Wii for the Wii? <laughs> still Wii owners. No like, way. the last game released on the PS2 was like 2013. Play. When PS4 comes out is when they get the last PS2 game, baby. Let's go. I'm pretty sure the last PlayStation 1 game... No, I, I don't think that lasted as long. Because the PS2 is the same hardware and there's backwards compatibility. So I don't know if they released PS1 games. They just jumped straight to PS2. 
<laughs> so they're on the PS4 now. That's what you're telling me? What? They're technically on the PS4 right now. Is that what you're telling me? Well, they're still releasing shit for the PS4. <laughs> they should stop. They should make some shit exclusive. Yeah, they should release like an exclusive. <laughs> it's just an idea. For like <laughs> God of War console. and Horizon. But that was on both. It was on both. But I don't know why it was on both. They ran worse. Probably. I mean, God of War and Horizon ran fine on my PS4. Like, I don't, like personally, I don't think they probably ran diff. They, they didn't because, like, the hardware is not as different as previous gen. No. If you look at the stats. It's just... Or maybe we just haven't gotten there yet. Because, like, look, look at the graphic... Like, I know it's weird to say graphics, but, like, look at the graphical fidelity from the PS3 jump to PS4. It was significant. Like, it was actually... Like, going from huge. Last of Us to Uncharted 4. Like, good lord. <laughs> that, like, that was only, like, three years later. Yeah. 2016, yeah. Like, yeah. three years later. Or even, like, Uncharted 3 to Uncharted 4. That five-year gap was nuts. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. You need to play those games. You should play all five of them. Maybe I will November. literally lend you 4 and The Lost Legacy. I will literally lend you them. In November when I have downtime. I will literally lend you that. Because <laughs> this month I'm going to be busy with Starfield and then I'm going to be busy with Spider-Man for like two weeks because it's going to be like 18 hours. Actually, I don't know the map. They say it's two times bigger. I hope it's not boring. <sighs> that has me worried. <laughs> I'm sorry. And how many suits they have? That I don't know. <laughs> me, when my favorite game get, one of my favorite games gets a sequel and they say it's bigger... <laughs> like, it's okay to be bigger it's just you have to you have to fill it Im improve on the last you one that, that's what you have to look for in the fill it. you have to fill it with <laughs> wait what fill it with gum fill it with gum <laughs> oh shit yeah um, oh shit I have one thing yeah um, is it news related I... that you just randomly forgot no it was about? something I was waiting until later anyways I ran across, I don't know if you saw it, but I ran across an IMDb post about Game of the Year predictions by this some guy named Revo94. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. He, he has it all layered out, nominations, what they're nominated for, and what's winning. So um, I'll just uh, go down to the last one. Um, he has, it's a, it's a surprise. Oh. So he thinks Street Fighter Six is only going to be nominated for one. And that's fighting. Fighting. But it's not going to win. Really? Mortal Kombat 1 is nominated for one, and it's winning fighting. That makes sense because it's NetherRealm. And they I... literally have the biggest hard-on for NetherRealm. Well, it's not just that, but Mortal Kombat is significantly more popular than Mortal than Street Fighter. Well, they... Depends on they'll where only... in the world you are. They'll choose what the most popular they'll is. They'll choose the American one. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's not true. They gave it to Guilty Gear Strive, which was kind of big. Yeah, that and then they... I'm trying to remember. Um, Smash Bros. is from Japan. So. <laughs> uh, Super Mario Wonder. Uh, two nominations. Family Game winner. Musical and score. is It's nominated for score. Score. Really? That's interesting. Because, like, I, I saw the direct. I saw those... It looks really good. Like, I am I might get it. I'm just... 
I'll see the critical reception. It's gonna be. It's fucking Nintendo. It's gonna get yeah, eighty that's something. So true. <laughs> it's gonna get Look, 80. guys, Nintendo. Good. It's gonna get eighty something. And it's actually gonna be like a good game, but it's not like a ten out of ten masterpiece. It's gonna be like a solid eight. Well, that's why I got eighty because, something. Probably because people are nostalgia. Well, I like the art Nintendo. style. Like it, they're, they're shorter and like it's a different like kingdom technically. So everything is more goofy. I like the that it's like the flower kingdom now. So there's like. I don't know, new power-ups, and there's, like, shit moves now randomly. You know, like, you can just become an elephant. Yeah, <laughs> you can become an elephant. I, that's why I like Nintendo, because they actually do new stuff in their game. That's why I didn't like Tears of the Kingdom very much. That was also Nintendo, though. Yeah, but, Liar. but Mario specifically, like, every game they do, it seems like it's something new. Well, they try to. They Sometimes try it's to, yeah. fucking Like Mario awful. Galaxy 1 and 2, they're the same <laughs> game. Awful. It's not awful. Forza no, I'm saying like oh. some of them are off, like the sports games. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> People games. hate the sports games. Forza Motorsport, they have for two nominations, the usual two. Racing. Sports and, and racing and sound design. Oh, they don't have it in innovation? Oh, I'd put it in innovation too, in accessibility, yeah. People are already playing this game, I guess. Doesn't it? Yeah. Like, Does it come out in September? Yeah. It, wait, I don't know when it comes out. I it's I usually they drop an Forza Motor Cross or Sport. Sport. Yeah, this is the racing game. People apparently people like journalists are already have their. Is it winning it. anything? Do they ha- well outside of racing? No, it's just winning racing. Okay. Um, sea of Stars. This sort of came out and no people were hyped for it. I had heard I literally nothing, it. but I came across yeah. an article that said Sea of Stars. It becomes an instant goatee contender. Goatee nominee contender. And then I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then I look it up, and it's like a 90 on yeah. Metacritic. And, like, it's a JRPG, so I'm already not interested. But but a 90, and it's, like, on Game Pass. It's, like, at the top of Game Pass. Like, people are getting it. I'm just out of nowhere. I don't know what the it's, hell happened. But it's only getting nominated for indie because it's not popular enough. You have to go yet. for the... It's not popular enough yet. Yeah, yet. yeah. It, so it, give it five years, and then people will allow, will love it, like Hollow Knight. Cuphead or, was popular that year. That's why it won. It didn't win Indie that year. It did. Cuphead won Indie. No, it didn't. It won Art Direction. Then what won Indie, then? I'm about to check. <laughs> anyway, you can keep going. Is it... Do, do they have it only as... Indie? Or do they have it in any other categories? Just Indie. And Hi-Fi Russian Indie also, which is the next one, I don't agree with it. It is a smaller game, but I don't think that counts. Because it is backed by a big corporation. Blasphemous 2, also nominated for Indie. I thought this game was going to be mid when it came out. but Oh, it did win Indie. I'm fucking stupid. Why did I think... Oh, wait. What was I thinking of? And people don't talk about Cuphead. It has a kid... The Cuphead show is a kid's show. Yeah, I know. I didn't know that. Uh, Blasphemous 2, that dropped. I thought it, I thought it was going to be mid like the first one, but apparently it's actually pretty good. Bramble the Mountain King. I this know. person predicts four nominations. For what? Uh, Bramble the Mountain King. So oh, you what? definitely know this person's bias. Well, I'm sure you love the game, but I don't think it's going to win. Musical score, narrative, sound design, and it's going to win indie. I do not agree with that. Bramble the Mountain King. 
Yeah, maybe getting nominated for indie, but I don't think an indie in sound design. Unless you're like Hades. Yeah. And it, unless you're like Hades, <laughs> I don't think it'll win score to see even if it's good. Wait, he's he has it winning. Score. No, he has it in score. Oh, there's too many AAA games this year. They gotta fucking yeah. litter that category. Yeah. Metroid Prime Remaster. I don't think. I don't think that counts in anything. Nominated for yeah, one. Unless like what family game? Despite the fact that it's single player. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Wu Long Fa- Fallen Dynasty. Nominated for best action, I could see them throwing in a mid game. Well, they action game for some reason feels like yeah. the most bearing category. So like, I would not be surprised if they threw it's it in there. Eliza P is on here until it comes out and it's mid for three nominations. Action adventure game, okay. Wouldn't that count as? I thought it would count as RPG, but uh, narrative. I d- highly doubt that. I doubt it's gonna have that good of a narrative. Yeah. And art direction, I could, because it's like Victorian. It's no. like, I'm sorry, Bloodborne didn't even fucking. That's, that's <laughs> Remnant Two, I could also see. I see it being nominated a lot more than just action game. Well, Remnant Two. Yeah, it kind of just dropped. People loved it, and then like a month later, people stopped talking about it. Dead Space, uh, two nominations. The only two I agree that the sound, uh, action, and sound. That, that action game and so- wouldn't that be action adventure or is that just it, action? it's like halo if that makes any sense it's not mission based but like it's semi open world it's it's like resident evil lots of backtracking okay but resident evil would get into action yeah, adventure so. <laughs> why it's not very actiony too lords of the fallen uh two nominations best rp and, and art direction this game is going to come out and it's going to be mid you watch i'm calling it now liza p he's lords just of the fallen. Thr- like yeah, he's where just... the big shit where uh, the hell ha- where is it diablo 4 three nominations best rpg art direction and score i doubt all wait, three wait, wait 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 there's like four contenders in art direction and score, and none of them are Tears of the Kingdom, Spider-Man, Resident <laughs> Evil, nothing. There's literally what? Uh, Starfield. Uh, it has three nominations, one win. Nominated for RPG, art direction, and score. It wins art direction. What? That is a really weird choice. What? I think it'll definitely. Really? It's and not even in sound. Yeah. Like yeah. from what you told me. Well, this is. Before. From what you told me, it was score, sound, and RPG. Yeah, I would think be those the are three. the those are the three. But this this guy made it before the game even came out, so mm, so he's got to change. It. I think it's Wayne's art. That's nuts. I think it's the biggest competitor for Tears of the Kingdom and score. I don't know, like Tears of the Kingdom's not winning score. What are you on about? <laughs> what score, huh? <laughs> Excuse me. Like, I know care. it's Zelda. They don't care. They're going to give Look, it to Zelda. Look, orchestral. Oh, I know. What is orchestral? Zelda has good music. Let's go for Zelda. They've never given it to a Zelda-like game. Even, like, Link's Awakening. And that, that, that weird crossover with, um... Oh, yeah. That um, weird, like, turn-based game. Great. Tales of the Necromancer Tales or something fucking stupid. Like, that didn't get score. Tears of the Kingdom, I think, was maybe nominated, but didn't win. Like, well, Zelda's not a score contender. I thought it would be easily FF16, because orchestral anime, Spider-Man, because God of War happened, and then 
Starfield would probably be my number three because of the one time they gave it to Techno. Well, it's not With really Doom. Techno. It's like Brass, and there is some Techno in there. Well, because like the the one time that it went to a techno score with Doom, it was mixed with sound. They weren't separate categories yet. So they also gave it to Doom because shooty game. Oh, that's true. So, like, it wouldn't have one score. I'm, I'm, like, what? I'm just saying, you give it to Starfield this year, and I think you make up for giving... No, you still don't fucking give up, make up for Cyberpunk losing. That's actually such a crime. I don't know. I think you think you think Tsushima losing to The Last of Us Part Two. It wasn't even part. nominated that year. You no, you think you think Tsushima losing Game of the Year to people think Tsushima losing Game of the Year to The okay, Last of Us Part Two. Okay, but that was like the weakest rated of all of them. That's true. On Metacritic, <laughs> they think which that's, is funny. They think that's a crime, but the biggest crime they've ever committed is okay. Not but the near the near replicant score kind of fucked with the stuff we listened to. Yeah, it did, but it doesn't mean it's better than Cyberpunk. Well, how do you compare? Because one's orchestral and one is like... Well, one actually ties into the story of the game. Maybe if you played near Replicate, it would have fit (laughs) in. uh, Armored Core? This is... Armored Core. Yeah, Armored Core. Two nominations, one win. Action game winner. Okay. (laughs) Not Diablo. That makes sense. And then what's the other one? Music. Score. score. How many does he have in score? I feel like he's got like yeah, way too yeah, many. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Here's the other thing I miss. The big competitor he says in art direction is Hogwarts Legacy. <laughs> what? The two least likely of fucking Hogwarts work. Legacy has three nominations. Score, RPG, and art direction. I disagree with all three of these. It shouldn't even be. It's gonna get score. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, like, I'm already convinced it's gonna get score. No, because... RPG... They- Score narrative goady. I kill myself if I got any of those. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's gonna fucking happen. I, mean, I don't mean to go all dark humor here, but like that's <laughs> I would I would That's actually life. like a crime. That's actually like <laughs> the would, biggest crime they We would literally ever had like an hour long discussion about how Hogwarts Legacy was getting in. Because I mean, they had mid games. Get in all the damn time. It is because people are so fucking blind to the fact okay, that keep it's going, like keep going. Um, like Jedi missing. Survivor, which I personally think is a big competitor this year, is sound design, score, narrative, and action adventure. It's not winning, but I would agree with all of those. In score, Star Wars again? Yeah, exactly. What? Exactly. No. Exactly. They've never given it. Every Star Wars game that's come out in the past decade hasn't gotten score. They haven't even been able... They haven't even been eligible, though. Squadrons was eligible. And they didn't yeah, but that was too small. <laughs> they don't nominate small games. Battlefront. Both of them. Yeah, but didn't those games get were in. Mid. Those games were... I think Battlefront 2 actually came out in November. Early November. When but they, they were, qualified. They were also panned. They weren't, they weren't like, cool. You know, you have to go for. Games. I'm sorry. You have to go. You, Jedi Survivor's not getting. I'm, I'm saying this Star Wars again. Not not no. winning, but nominated because the. I only, don't think so. They only nominate stuff that's popular. You don't understand. It's not popular. It is released, Survivor is popular. It released and then <laughs> people stop talking about I'm it. I'm telling you, people. I okay. Sound maybe sound has like a weird gap. Because, like, they just kind of throw random <laughs> shit in sound. That's true. They're not going to throw in Resident Evil 4 because they don't like good sound. I forgot. No, that's going to get in. I'm, like, 
God. Like, like they it's so satisfying okay. to just burst open a shotgun and the guy's fucking screaming and then he falls to the ground <laughs> on the concrete. No, dude. let me, let me, let me, it's let me. So satisfying. Let me, let me explain. Like last year, Gran Turismo Seven. Gran Turismo Seven, the panned racing game, got in. So did MW Two. So did Elden Ring. Fucking Elden Ring. What sound was there? Swords. <laughs> like, like God of War, the whoosh of the axe. They'll like, have... like I'm so, like the only deserved winner in that category was Horizon, and that d- had zero shot because God of War swept. Swinging Spider-Man two, <laughs> cargo beep beep, <laughs> Venom go girl, <laughs> S- goo sound mm. that they made with goop. They didn't get creative at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> Anyway, keep going. Uh, Spider Man 2 has the most nominations. That sounds about right, because that's what's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to have the most, but it's not going to win any. It's going to win. That's what they like... predict. Really? <laughs> they predict the most, but no wins. So you already know Game of the Year, Game Direction, Action Adventure, Narrative, Performance, Score, Sound Design. Seven? Yeah, seven. No innovation. But he is missing a lot of. Cause no second no, performance. There's no multiplayer. There's no. Yeah, he's just no sim strategies. Yeah, so there's a lot who of categories he's missing. So he has the one. Is it Yuri? Or well, does he, he just not says even say actor performance? Okay, I'd guess two. Miles and Yuri because they're both getting it. Yeah, it's like they for some reason the trend has been to get in every year. God of War, Deathloop, uh, Death Stranding. Um, so Last of Us, Uncharted, four had three, and Firewatch had two that same year. It's so weird that they didn't give two to Red Dead Two. The God of War, like the 2018 and 20, 2014, 2015, and twenty eighteen are the three years they didn't have a double. Twenty seventeen. Two people from Uncharted The Lost Legacy. The spin-off game. Like, two gets in nearly every year. People think it's, like, surprising when two get in. But, like, when those two people from Deathloop got in, I realized, oh, shit, two get in all the goddamn time. Like, that's what led us to predicting both Atreus and Kratos getting in for performance. Man, I'd hope so. it would just be stacked God of Forecast. Like, people wanted three. People wanted Freya, which is, like, so real. <laughs> just so real. But, like, I don't know. Two get in every year. And if Spider-Man's the most, it's gonna happen only because of two performances. And they're both leads. You could switch between them. Oh, my gosh. What other game did that? Oh, wait. Deathloop. <laughs> Deathloop. Well, that mean... got two... Halo 2 did that back in, like, 2003. <laughs> the dual kit. Well, the Game Wars didn't fucking exist yet. <laughs> That's true. Um, Alan Wake... Uh, this is where he gets delusional. Alan Wake 2. Six nominations. Three wins. What the fuck? Okay. <laughs> Game of the Year. Direction. Action Adventure. Sound Design. It's wins sound design. Which is really weird. Over Resident Evil. Is Resident Evil on Tears of the Kingdom not even here? They're here, yeah. And it wins narrative, and it also wins actor performance. But I do agree with this. 
best sound design goes to one of the survival horror games. No, I don't agree with that. It should go to one of the survival horror games. <laughs> well, I mean, there's three of them. They're going to nominate two at the most. And there hasn't been a survival horror game win in sound ever. Yeah. I, That's not true. I, I, Last of Us slightly counts as horror. Slightly. <laughs> the only two I agree with right now before the game comes out is probably narrative and performance. I think the nominated. female performance will get in. The new one. Or both. Well, because, like, they, they... I don't know. I've been on this tangent enough, but, like, women get in a lot. Yeah. People just do male-heavy categories and then get surprised when women show up. They should split it. I mean, that... Well, that just means... Well, so we can have more recognition. Yeah. Or should they support it by supporting? Like a lead in a supporting? Well, then they're inconsistent, because sometimes it's five and sometimes it's six. Like, I'm pretty sure they've had six performances, like, three times. So, like, I don't know, make the category six if there's so many. <laughs> Resident Evil 4, four nominations. Game of the Year win uh no <laughs> wait I'm actually just, no, did he no. okay zero wins i should say game direction win action adventure win sound design absolute w no none of those did he have wait what yeah he has he only has four game direction game of the year action adventure and sound design those are the four i have it in yeah that makes the most sense it's but not winning i'm telling you you need five minimum to even be considered a goatee winner like, minimum. minimum. Uh, Final Fantasy 16, six nominations. That... I kind of agree. Not with six. I'd agree with maybe five nominations. Uh, game of the Year, Direction, RPG. It wins score. That That's what I have winning. Yeah, okay. Um, and, oh, never mind. These are the two I absolutely do not fucking agree with at all in the slightest. Narrative and actor performance. Both being nominated? Yeah. Well, actor performance for who? The gruff guy? Yeah, the gruff guy. No, no for the main character guy. They didn't say. I'd assume it's the main character guy. Because, no, it would probably be... What's his name again? I don't even remember his name. The supporting performance. The supporting guy. Well, they have supporting performances. And then they have like lead performances in the same category. And then they also have men and women competing. I don't want there to be like the oscars where it's like four like i'd be cool with lead and supporting or i'd be cool with male and female but i don't want there to be four like when we do four it's a struggle to find like enough people to put into our list but like it's too much if we just had lead and supporting yeah. or male versus female so we do four <laughs> like I don't know. <laughs> Baldur's Gate 3, four nominations, three wins. Narrative, does not win narrative. Uh, RPG, win. Uh, game Direction, win. win. Goaty, win? Game of the Year, yeah. They Where's predict, Tears of the Kingdom? They predict, oh, Tears of the Kingdom's the next one. They predict Baldur's Gate 3 to win Game of the Year. But with only four noms? I'm sorry, that doesn't happen. Like, I have considered if it can win director. I have considered it. 
But, but, then you told me about that weird ceremony where Tears of the Kingdom swept everything. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> it's so, fuck. It's just gonna, it's gonna win my yeah. three. That, that was, a, it was, yeah, was it, it was so dumb. Didn't, wasn't it Gamescom? Yeah, it what, was what Gamescom. Was it? They were like, it, I don't even know why they, it was games that were supposed, that were playable at Gamescom, and they just gave everything to Tears of the Kingdom. Huh? And I'm like, dude, what? You should give it to stuff, like, what they should, because it was player voted. Their votes don't even matter for the Game Awards. They should have voted for things that they actually enjoyed, like new games that were announced, not fucking Tears of the Kingdom. That was already out. Like, yeah, that was already out. That's so dumb. That's so, actually so stupid. What did Tears of the Kingdom get? Zero wins? One win. In what? It's nominated for score, art direction, and it wins action adventure. Is it not in Goaty? It is in Goaty, and it's in game direction, yeah. Doesn't it only have five? This dude's on crack. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think he's updated it since Baldur's Gate 3 came out. Because, yeah, Armored Core and Starfield have happened. Yeah. Dude, three wins for Alan Wake? That's nuts. He, yeah, he's definitely biased. <laughs> That's nuts. He literally calls he calls Alan Wake 2 a, a, a horror gem. <laughs> it's, like, not even out yet. <laughs> you can't call it a masterpiece. <laughs> like, be fair, like, what you did with... You, you were fair with Starfield. Like, okay, yeah, it's going to be put in RPG. It's going to be put in score because the a composer has a good track record. And I like the art style. The lack of the win of art direction. Yeah, that's so dumb. Like they do hyper realism, but there is nothing about that. It's just NASA but futuristic. (laughs) Yeah, like like look, they've done a hyper realism streak, but they don't do like just hyper realism. Like the setting, but it's still just hyper realism. They like when there's like a slight style to it. It was weird when Control won, but the last three have made sense in art direction. Like, I don't know. I would have preferred to score. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Was that it? Yeah, that's it for What for a that guy. weird line. For that guy. That's it for that guy. <clears throat> Do you have reviews? <coughs> I don't have reviews. Because I have a year at the Oscars. The last one for the 2010s. We've gone through all of them. Well, this will be the last one. This is the 2011 movies for... 2011 Oscars for 2010 movies. So... Oh my gosh, I have to find it again. <laughs> so, this is the last one for uh, the 2010s. We're saying goodbye to the 2010s for the Oscars. Now it's to the 2000s. 2009 A Space Odyssey. What? <laughs> what? What are you on about? Alright, so are you ready? Freddy. So you actually probably know a decent amount of these, which is different, because sometimes you don't know any of them. <laughs> yeah, I don't know Mulholland Drive, I'm sorry. You've heard of it, but you don't know what it is. <laughs> I hear it's pretty decent. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's like one of the okayest movies. It's one of. It's them. about two women who drive on Mulholland or something. Is that what it is? That what it is? Okay, so are you ready? Yeah. This year is a year you might know, you might not. You'll you'll know some of the movies. The year of Mulholland Drive. No. So this is the year the Social Network. Oh yeah, yeah. Lost 
to the king's speech. Do you know what the king's speech is? No. Me either. <laughs> Must be. Well, that, that seems to be a trend. <laughs> the good movies lose. Not just that, but the movie that wins, nobody remembers. Like, I have a DVD of it that I've never watched. It's bland. It's Colin Firth, Helena Bonham Carter, and Jeffrey Rush just standing there with, like, no smile. And it's like a like a blank background. And it says, the king's speech. And, like... Basic white font. And then at the top it says winner of four Academy Awards. We'll get to which four I want. But. That's a lot. (laughs) Four. Four. (laughs) So. I'm going to set a stage, right? Since this is the last one in the 2010s. I'm going to set a stage, right? For a movie nobody remembers. It's kind of a The Social Network nominated everywhere. Nominated everywhere. SAG Ensemble. It gets Directors Guild nominated. Golden Globe, Critics' Choice, BAFTA, everything. Whole nine years. It begins a win streak. It's winning a lot. Critics' groups. David Fincher is winning director a lot. It wins the Golden Globe and the Critics' Choice. It begins real hot. And then somewhere, I don't know when or why, but the King's Speech... My guess is it won SAG Ensemble. And then it just started... The social network just started dropping. Right? Because then the King's Speech wins PGA. And then it wins BAFTA. And it goes right into the Oscars. With a ton of big wins. Someone did some dick sucking. So That's what I think happened. Like, social network started off strong. I love the social network. By the way, (laughs) social network... I've seen it twice... And I got better the second... Like, the first time was a 10. The second time was, like, a 10.5. <laughs> like, the movie's so fucking... Jesus what Christ. What was that? What did it you was, break? It was okay at best. You can, like, be honest for <laughs> Be honest. I'm not me. honest. I'll be the lying scumbag. <laughs> so, okay, you, don't you have it at a 10? I do Like, not. what do you think? I have it, like, at half of a star. <laughs> I'd put it at a zero. You loved the King's speech. <laughs> you you gave that a ten. Yeah, the King's speech. I I gotta I gotta take a look at the King's speech, man. <laughs> the King's speech. The. It's about king's. a stuttering king. <laughs> oh shit! Look at that rate, three point eight. Oh shit! This guy. It's British people. <laughs> I like this guy. Jake Hathaway. <laughs> Anywho, can I keep going? <laughs> no way. Oh, shit. No way. Uh, Alexander Desplat did the score. What the fuck? No way. Can you hurry up? Nana Fish- Fisher did hairstyling? Dude. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, no way. She did the hairstyling for... Prometheus? Venus? Venus. Oh, that movie. <laughs> Anywho. No way. So, so. What other movies were big contenders this year? What other that movies? Like what shit. other? I'm going to make The Wolfman is 2010. Is that a contender? Actually. <laughs> we'll get to that later. <laughs> so, Black Swan. Darren Aronofsky's only best picture movie. Nominated everywhere. Even at SAG Ensemble. Nominated everywhere. Inception, nominated everywhere. Not SAG Ensemble, despite how big the ensemble is. The Fighter, 
David O. Russell's movie got everything except for BAFTA. It did get SAG Ensemble. True Grit, the Coen Brothers remake of the movie of the same name, got Critics' Choice, PGA, and BAFTA. The Kids Are Alright. I don't know if you've heard of this. They're alright, yeah. It's about a... It's about two... It's about a lesbian couple that has kids, right? But the kids, as they are like older, I think they're in their teens, they want to know who their father was. So they contact the father, and it's Mark Ruffalo, and they did like the movies about them reconnecting and stuff. It's like an indie dramedy. That... Why are they lesbians? Uh, shoving politics down my throat. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, this one comedy Golden Globe, it got PGA and a SAG nomination. Toy Story 3, Critics' Choice in PGA. 127 Hours, the movie where James Franco stuck in a rock, got Critics' <laughs> yes, Choice in PGA. stuck in a rock right now, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And then, Winter's Bone. If, I don't know if you know what this movie is. It's based off a book. It's like a like a like a thriller mystery that stars Jennifer Lawrence when she was like eighteen. That's oh, 19? 18 or nineteen. That got Lone Critics Choice and then got him. This top ten was like pretty solid. There wasn't a ton of other contenders. The only possible one was The Town, Ben Affleck's directorial feature before Argo. That got Critics Choice and PGA. Now let's get to director. So as I said before, right, Social Network is winning director and picture, while it, picture chances are falling off, right? What about director? Well, David Fincher for The Social Network won Golden Globe and Critics' Choice. He lost the DGA, but he won the BAFTA. The King's Speech is like the most British fucking movie ever made. <laughs> and they didn't I mean, give it's it... in the name. They didn't King. give it to the British guy that made the British movie. They gave it to David Fincher. So Night Of, they're like, okay, King's Speech is winning Best Picture. But David Fincher will win Best Director. No, he fucking done. <laughs> He loses to Tom Hooper for the King's Speech, who won DGA. Very similar to when Richard Linklater won Golden Globe Critics' Choice and BAFTA for Boyhood, and Inuritu won DGA for Birdman, and then won the Oscar. Very similar. In fact, the exact same. <laughs> um, honestly, though, that kind of sucks. Because like David Fincher, like, I feel like should have won. Like, at this point, he's been doing this for 30 years. We'll go back in time and give him one for Zodiac. For well, people actually love Zodiac, so that, that wouldn't be horrible. Um, Darren Aronofsky gets his one and only nomination for Black Swan, nominated everywhere. Did people understand the movie? They did. They liked it. It's weird, because it's like a horror movie, but it got in. <laughs> so, like, what? Okay. David O. Russell for The Fighter, got Golden Globe and DGA. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Christopher Nolan for Inception. I've talked about this already. Nominated everywhere. He was probably, like, number three to win Best Director. And he's snubbed. He's not given Best Director. And instead, 
the nomination goes to the Coen Brothers for True Grit, who only got Critics' Choice. Those gosh darn Minnesotans. Fucking Minnesotans, I know. But here's the thing. This was their... The previous year, they did A Serious Man, which also got Best Picture. And before A Serious Man, they won three Oscars each for No Country for Old Men. So they're they're kind of on a hot streak right now. So they're kind of just like, yeah, we'll just give it to the Cohen bros. It's fine, right? But they snubbed Nolan for director. And people argue Interstellar is his the greatest work. And that has best. a four point three on Letterbox. I'm not even joking. Yeah, I'm people. I joking. I don't know if you've seen it, but they fucking jizz over that movie. <laughs> there was like a possible, maybe sort of contender. Danny Boyle for 127 hours got Critics' Choice I, and BAFTA. I, I think he just swept for Slumdog Millionaire, so people thought, "Oh, well, he could maybe get in for his follow-up," and he didn't. He deserves another sweep. He did. <laughs> Danny Boyle, baby, he did Train Spotting. Let's go. He also did 28 Days Later. He did. Well, the first one, not yeah, the, the first not, one, not the second, not one. the second one. He should do the third one, and then it wins Best Picture. Wouldn't that be eight insane? years later? Twenty-eight years later. Yeah, it would be years later. Well, they they it could jump to years. months. You should do decades. Twenty-eight decades. <laughs> Two hundred and eighty uh, years later. Futuristic. Two hundred and eighty centuries later. Two hundred and eighty millennia. Twenty-eight millennia later. Twenty-eight infinities Ooh. later. It's like it's like just like the birth of a new universe. It's an experimental film where <laughs> there's no dialogue. It's what the birth of a universe, I guess. Bing. And like that, it's like a black screen for twenty minutes, and then there's like a light <laughs> in the, the end of the second hour. <laughs> it's a five-hour epic. <laughs> the new five-hour epic from Danny Boyle. 28 infinites later. Okay. <gasps> Best actor. It's the new Forrest <laughs> Hammer moment. Just the mic pops up. <laughs> Two hours in. Yeah, it's like silent. There's nothing. They just hear. Let's <laughs> go. Like, nothing shows on screen because the universe is infinite and technically light just appearing wouldn't technically reach that far. So, it's still black. They just hear a sound. And then three hours later, the credits are... Sound isn't playing space, though. That's No. So, they just see, like, a white light and then just... For, like, half a second. Yes! Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, it sounds like a... Awful. <laughs> best. I made that. Best actor, Colin Firth for the King's Speech. He won everything. He played a real guy, and he stuttered, and he was charming, and then he won. <laughs> he swept. Jesse Eisenberg for the Social Network was probably number two, but he didn't win anything. But he was nominated everywhere. James Franco, 127 hours. Gets his nomination for acting. I think his one and only. <laughs> um, Jeff Bridges for True Grit got nominated everywhere except for Golden Glove. But I don't know if he ever had a chance at winning. Because like the year prior, he won Best Actor for Crazy Heart. 
And now he's playing the role that got John Wayne his Oscar. So I don't know if people thought he could have won two in a row, but he didn't. <laughs> I, I was just I'm just brainstorming. So that fifth spot was a little bit ambiguous. What ended up getting in was Javier Bardem for an Inuritu movie called Beautiful. He got BAFTA only and then the Oscar. But it's spelled B-I-U-T-I-F-U-L. Literally me. Beautiful. <laughs> he was literally me in No Country for Old Men. <laughs> okay. A possible contenders? Ryan Gosling for Blue Valentine. Got Golden Globe and Critics' Choice. Uh, as I'll mention later, Michelle Williams got in. I, I so, do remember that, yeah. Um, Robert Duvall for Get Low. I've never heard she of it. She was nominated because she was the good character. Because she was on the good part of the relationship. Well, she was right. <laughs> Woman. What I'm trying to say is that they missed the point. <laughs> they missed the point. Robert Duvall had a big beard in a movie called Get Low. So he got critics' choice and That's <laughs> yeah. So Mark, if I grew a beard. You could be nominated. I could be nominated. <laughs> well, to be fair, Robert Duvall's one. I'm pretty sure. If I if I get caked in makeup, you could. And then I put on a beard and I lose weight mm. even more. Okay. And so then, I then scream and cry <laughs> and piss. You want to hear about Mark Wahlberg? You want to hear about Mark Wahlberg? What do you? He was the lead of the fighter, and he got a Golden Globe nomination. Um, people thought he could have maybe gotten in, which is weird, because I'll get to the year of The Departed within the next, like, six months. But he was nominated for The Departed, despite getting... He's in The Departed? Yeah. He's in it for ten minutes, all he does is yell and cuss in a Boston accent, and then he kills Mandy. <laughs> At the end of the oh, movie. Oh yeah, I've seen that. I saw that scene. It was me finding the guy who was talking in the movie theater, and he has the silence. He's like, "Oh wait, <laughs> oh fuck." Any who's it? Best actress: Natalie Portman. Wait, the Departed. What? Yeah, the Departed. He was nominated for The Departed. The Departed. The Departed. Like for ten minutes of yelling in a Boston accent. He was nominated. I didn't think The Departed was an ensemble. It is. Bro, you should literally watch it. <laughs> that's Right, that's the Scorsese movie, right? Yes. That's the one that he won his Oscar and that, for. And that's Leo. Leo. And Mark Ruffalo, right? Mark no. Ruffalo's in it, right? No. no. Um, Matt Ruffalo. Damon, Jack Nicholson, Mark Wahlberg, Vera Farmiga, and a couple of other people. Oh, Alec Baldwin's in it. <laughs> He plays the police commissioner, I'm pretty sure. What the fuck even is the movie? <laughs> it's I've I've watched it. I watched The Departed. It's about Okay, so Leonardo DiCaprio works with the police and he's trying to get information so he can turn Jack Nicholson's character in. And Matt Damon is working in the police and is working for Jack Nicholson's character. So it's like a double character. Two characters are doing undercover stuff. Oh. <laughs> no mafia? It is the mafia. 
Jack Nicholson's dick shows. <laughs> He's oh, in a movie theater jacking off. It is a mob flick. Oh, yeah, Scorsese likes it when people are in theaters jacking off for some reason. Well, it won him Best Director, so what? whatever. The fact that people are jacking off in a theater? No, well, I mean, I thought... <laughs> I feel like he probably should have won it for something else. But, like, I'm glad he has one, you know? Like, it'd be a crime if he didn't. He should have won one for The Irishman. People thought he would. Yeah. Like, genuinely, know. people thought he would. And then he lost. Who are you trying to protect? Anywho, uh. Best Actress. Natalie Portman for Black Swan. Sweeps. Wins everything. Annette Benning for The Kids Are Alright. Wins Golden Globe Comedy. Nominated everywhere. Wait, what? They, they were just voting for Natalie Portman because she was hot. Well, she was, I hear she's actually pretty phenomenal. That <laughs> I doubt that. I doubt. Well, she was. Uh, uh, she 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 has like black guys at one point. So horror, movie. horror <gasps> movie. That's so scary. That's so jump scare. scare. <gasps> oh my god, jump she, scare. <gasps> Jennifer Lawrence, which is bone, gets everything except BAFTA. Nicole Kidman for a movie I've never heard of called Rabbit Hole <laughs> gets everything except BAFTA. And then Michelle Williams for Blue Valentine, who only got Golden Globe and Critics' Choice, same as Ryan Gosling. But she, she gets in. She cried in that movie. Ah, oh. Ryan Gosling did all the heavy lifting. <laughs> Jesus fucking. Okay, other possibilities. Drunk deadbeat dad, literally. Other <laughs> possibilities. Naomi Rapace, who did the Swedish version of the girl with the dragon tattoo. So it's a Swedish book. They made a movie in Sweden about the book. This is before Fincher did his adaptation. Which she got better though. Um, well, it's more well known than the Swedish version. Yeah, but which one do people consider better? I don't. Know. <laughs> I literally haven't checked. Well, they did the whole trilogy in Sweden, like the production team. They did the first three books. And they probably kept the same director. They did. It's the same actress. So it's probably better. It's like it's it, it's a trilogy, and they all came out in the same year. Like they worked their asses off. Oh, but so yeah, it's probably not that good. Uh, but she was a possibility. Critics' Choice in BAFTA. Julianne Moore was the co-lead with Annette Bening in The Kids Are All Right, getting BAFTA and Golden Globe comedy. Supporting actor Christian Bale wins his Oscar for The Fighter, where he lost a lot of weight. Oh yes. Yeah, and he's like the coach. He seemed he loses weight a lot and gains. He's definitely a method actor. He is. He so won everything except for BAFTA, but he won an Oscar. So good for him. Jeffrey Rush for the King's Speech was nominated everywhere and won the BAFTA, but didn't really have a shot at winning. Mark Ruffalo, the dad that shows up in the Kids Are All Right, got everything except Golden Globe. Jeremy Renner. Gets his second and final nomination for The Town, getting everything except BAFTA. And then there's a snub, kind of. I, I think it's a snub, <clears throat> but... So, John Hawks gets supporting actor for Winter's Bone, and he gets SAG. However, the person that was like supposed to get in, and probably should have, was Andrew Garfield, The Social Network, who got everything except that SAG nom. He was in the wrong. <sighs> no, no, no. Um, supporting actress 
is another person from the fighter, Melissa Leo. She wins supporting actress. I literally don't know her part in the movie because I haven't seen it. But the clip that they showed was her yelling in a Boston accent. So, of, of course she won. <laughs> um, but she won everything that she was nominated for. She wasn't even nominated at the BAFTA. But Golden Globe, Critics' Choice, and SAG, she won. Helena Bottom Carter got a nomination for the King's Speech and won the BAFTA Award. Amy Adams gets her second nomination for The Fighter. She gets in everywhere. Haley Steinfeld for True Grit, a kid actor, gets in. The thing is, the Academy puts the kids in supporting, despite the fact that she's literally the main character. <laughs> yeah, they did that with What's Eating Gilbert Grit. Um, well, like, we'll get to it eventually, but... Um, the year of American Graffiti, The Exorcist, and The Sting. That year, a kid in a movie called uh, Paper Moon, she's like the lead in the movie. But she's a kid, so she's put in supporting. And then she wins supporting and is the youngest person to ever win an acting Oscar. I think she was like 10 or something. I could do that. <laughs> you're I 20. That if I was six. You're almost 20. <laughs> I could have did that. You are literally 20 in 2 months. <laughs> I could still do that. Um I I could like win next year too. <laughs> okay, bro. Haley Steinfeld True Grit, Critics yeah, Choice SAG, BAFTA in the lead category. Um and then Jackie Weaver for a movie I've never heard of called Animal Kingdom gets in over Mila Kunis for Black Swan, who was supposed to get in, because she got everything except the BAFTA. Screenplay, original, original screenplay, goes to uh, The King's Speech, which won Critics' Choice and BAFTA. It was not eligible at the WGA, and since the category is merged at the Golden Globe, it lost to something else. The winner at the WGA was Inception, but only because the King's Speech was ineligible. But that got everything. So did The Kids Are Alright. That got everything. The Fighter and then the snub here is a Black Swan misses screenplay for something called Another Year. I've literally never heard of this movie. It's another round. The <clears throat> oh, Another Year. Okay, okay. Adapted screenplay goes to Aaron Sorkin for The Social Network. A very good win fantastic win. Look at that. He literally won everything. <laughs> he literally won fucking everything. I would have given it to 127 hours for probably James Franco screaming and kicking. And then, was and it his leg or was his arm? I think it's, I don't know. I forgot what he had to like rip off <laughs> to escape. Um, but yeah, that got nominated everywhere. True Grip. How do you survive 127 hours? Well, he literally had to drink his own piss. How do you end up drinking? How do you do that? Drinking your own piss? Like, isn't he stuck between two rocks? Yes. How did he well, drink his own piss? <laughs> well, you can either aim it, or, I don't know, he had a backpack on him. No, he didn't. He lost it. It fell down the cliff, and he was stuck. Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not think sure. About, or was he upside down? No, he wasn't upside down. Yeah, he would have died if he was upside down. Yeah, a fucking head rush, dude. He would have died. Uh, Toy Story <laughs> gets adapted screenplay. But it's only adapted because it's a sequel. 
That's the only reason. Uh, it got Critics' Choice and BAFTA. It's not eligible at the Writers Guild because the Writers Guild doesn't allow animated movies for some reason. And then Winter's Bone gets in. So it was either the Winter's Bone gets screenplay or Best Picture, or The Town gets screenplay and Best Picture. And it ended up, ended up being Winter's Bone that got in. Score went to the Social Network. A very good score. I really, like, it's hard to describe it, but it's like techno-y. And it just, it like, the editing, the writing, and the score... Just make everything go at like a breakneck pace. <laughs> like it, it it won't let you breathe. But that's like the best part about it. It won the Golden Globe and Critics' Choice. It wasn't even nominated at the BAFTA. Where it went to Alexander Desplat for the King's Speech. Which was nominated everywhere. Hans Zimmer for Inception. Maybe in a different year could have won. Because of how influential... That's the word I'll use. How influential it was. Definitely not annoying in the Definitely not annoying and didn't ruin action movie trailers forever. Maybe I'm being cynical. Maybe in the movie it's good, but like. Come on. I watched it once, and I should watch it again because I'm playing Starfield. But that's like that's like two and a half hours. That I'm never going to get back. <laughs> <laughs> Real. 127 hours gets Golden Globe and BAFTA. Here's a great pick. How to Train Your Dragon gets a score nomination. What a banger score. Like, what a great nom. Like, I forgot. What? Who did that again? Uh, his name is John Powell. I'm oh, yes, sure. I remember now. I remember his name now. <laughs> um, John Powell is his name. Um, okay. <laughs> Best song went to a Toy Story song. I didn't even know Toy Story 3 had a song, but it did. You've got a friend in me, nope. too. Man. <laughs> <laughs> you got a friend in me, too. What the fuck? Dude. Oh, <laughs> Tangled gets nominated for the worst song in the lineup. <laughs> is it the song, the the old evil lady sings no it's it's the one that they sing when they're on the boat and oh, there's yeah. the lights yeah i really wish it was the one where they're in the bar i have a dream i have <laughs> a dream they're not gonna, not like, gonna pick the funny song they're not gonna pick the good fun song god damn you have a dream i have a dream i the guy flynn doesn't and then they throw fucking knives <laughs> <laughs> like, that's so good. What do you mean you don't? What, do you, what the fuck do you mean you don't have We all have dreams. No, um, okay, cinematography. You ready? It goes to Inception for cinematography. I don't remember anything from Inception. <laughs> <laughs> it won Critics' Choice and the Cinematographer's Guild. Now, it lost the BAFTA to True Grit. Here's why True Grit was done by Roger Deakins. And he had yet to win. So the BAFTA was like, yo, maybe we can start a thing where we can get him a win. It didn't work. He didn't win until like seven years later with Blade Runner. But they tried. <laughs> they tried. The only thing I remember from uh, Inception is... I don't you know, even... Uh, wasn't Killian Murphy the villain? 
No, I, oh, that's Inception. I was talking about Interstellar. Yeah, Killian Murphy is the villain of Inception. Interesting. <laughs> uh, Black Swan and the King's Speech are nominated, and so, so is The Social Network. This whole time I thought we were talking about Interstellar. No, it's Inception. What the fuck was I thinking about Interstellar? Inception is an amazing movie. So do you want me to like redo some of that? Are you no, going no. crazy? Yeah, I'm going crazy. I don't know. Inception's an amazing movie. I don't know what the fuck you're talking I, I literally haven't seen it yet. Inception's actually an amazing movie. I don't know. I think the score is over. They have, the, they have the Black Ops like mission where it's in the snow with the snowmobiles and the trees and the Arctic <laughs> at the end, dude. That's so awesome. Uh, best editing goes to the social network. Very deserved considering how fast-paced it goes. Black Swan is nominated. 127 Hours, The King's Speech, and The Fighter. What is snubbed? Inception, which won the Critics' Choice and was nominated everywhere for editing. So it snubbed in directing and editing, which is a big rip. <laughs> uh, production design goes to Alice in Wonderland, the live-action remake. It was nominated everywhere, won nothing, to, and then won the Oscar. To, to, to be died. I mean, it, 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 it's, it, it, it looks like a modern Marvel movie. Which No, 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 here's the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing. Then, it won nothing, and it won the Oscar over Inception, which won everywhere. It swept production design, and then it lost. Well, it wasn't that bad of a movie. I thought Alice in Wonderland was only Be okay. Because, like, but like okay, the whole point was I've that seen some, like, behind-the-scenes of Inception. And, like, the... I mean, the, the most obvious production design -y thing is, like, when the room is yeah. turning and shit. Like, <laughs> like, come on. Come on. Well, I, and Alice in Wonderland, like... I mean, it's a fantasy she, movie. Like, I get it, but, like, she, some of it is so CG-heavy. Like, it's a bit weird to tell what is, like, practical effects and what's, like, the disgusting aged CGI. It, 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 it tackles its... It has, like, the same themes as... But uh, guess what? Tim Burton wins production design all the fucking it, time. It has <laughs> the same themes as Across the Spider-Verse, where, you know, you, you know, you don't let people tell you how to live your life, you know? You know, so she goes because you know she's a woman at that time. So like, you have to marry this person, and then she goes to the magical world, and she's the chosen one. And she's like, I'm not the chosen one, but it turns out she is the chosen one. Which doesn't that contradict that whole point they were trying to th uh, throw across at the beginning of the movie? No. Or am I just going fucking insane? Maybe we should keep going. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, the King's Speech is nominated. Too great because it's a down. western. Is nominated. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1 gets in. Cinematography. To production design. This is production design. For the tent in the forest. Actually? And what is snubbed? Black Swan? They don't like contemporary shit. So they didn't get in. Costume design. Alice in Wonderland sweeps everything. Um, the King's Speech, because it's a period piece. True Grit, because it's a western... Um, then two international movies, The Tempest and I Am Love. I've heard of neither of these. I've heard of none either. <laughs> I, I feel like I Am Love might be from a director I like. I feel like that sounds familiar, but I'm not sure. 
<laughs> I thought it was Luca Glennon. I'm gonna check right now. <laughs> Maybe I'm fucking it's not. stupid. It's actually Greta Gerwig. It's crazy. It is Luca Guadagnino. I'm fucking so good at this. Oh yeah, <clears throat> who directed Mac and Me? Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. <laughs> you should memorize his name. Uh, oh, and then Black Swan contemporary costumes doesn't get in. So here's where um, <laughs> here is where the Wolfman comes in. <laughs> here's where the Wolfman comes in. So they fucked up their shortlists, right? Alice in Wonderland, which swept makeup, wasn't on the shortlist. Black Swan, Harry Potter, True Grit, I guess. The King's Speech? I don't fucking know. All of these were nominated at places, but they weren't on the shortlist. The shortlist had weird, random bullshit. So the nominations are The Wolfman, Barney's Version, and The Way Back. I literally only heard of The Wolfman. And the Wolfman wins. Won an Oscar for makeup. Won an Oscar for makeup. That person also did the makeup for the King speech. Or the hairstyling. The hairstyling lady. I, I'm sorry. I got them confused. They're so similar. Yeah, of course. Visual effects goes to Inception because no shit. Uh, Alice in Wonderland is nominated everywhere and gets in. Deathly Hallows Part 1 nominated everywhere and gets in. Iron Man 2 gets a nomination. And then the Clint Eastwood movie Hereafter. I don't know what it is, but it had a tidal wave that killed people. That was CGI. And that, oh, is that, that got a nomination. Is that 2012 or is it that movie that what? I saw the clip of online? What are you on about? I saw this one clip when I was like 12 of someone like stuck in like... It was like in their house and the tidal wave is coming and they're like banging on the window and then the water comes in and crushes them against the i don't <laughs> I, I don't know i don't know i don't know either what but, was a possibility uh tron legacy was snubbed is like the big one bafta gave a nomination to toy story 3 because the whole movie is like basically made of vfx um Sound editing, Inception wins. True Grit, because it's a Western, gets a nomination. Unstoppable. Do you remember Unstoppable? Denzel Washington and Chris Pine try to stop a train with no yeah. brakes. Yeah, yeah. That gets yeah. sound editing. It's speed, but worse. <laughs> uh, Tron Legacy gets in. And then Toy Story 3 gets sound editing. For what? What sound edit? What like the trash compactor? The fire at the end? Is the that fire? The fire. What, that fire sounds so good. God, I have so goosebumps. Oh, yeah. In sound mixing goes to Inception. True Grits nominated. The Social Network for sound mixing makes a lot of sense. Like especially like you remember that club scene where Jesse Eisenberg and Justin Timberlake are together and they're in the club and they're like yelling. Well, the thing is they had to add the club music in post so what he did was he had them yelling together without music and then he added the music on top of it to make it feel like they were yelling in a loud club to hear each other like that's pretty awesome sound work i feel like so i'm i'm cool with the nomination i don't the king's speech i fucking guess gets a nomination and then salt is like an action movie with angelina jolie 
I literally don't know what it's about, but it got a nomination in sound mixing. It's stopping a salt mining operation in Peru. Ooh. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? Animated movie. You ready for animated movie? Toy Story 3 wins. These are always my favorite categories ever. <sighs> Toy Story 3 wins. I don't hate it. There could be worse. There could literally be worse. people cry at the end. It's like a 7 out of 10. Some people think it's like a genuine masterpiece, and I think they should calm down. <laughs> I think they should fucking calm down. It won everything except the Animated Guild. The Animated Guild was Pog and gave it to How to Train Your Dragon. Pog. It's, that's actually so true. DreamWorks <laughs> deserves more Ws. They've only had one? They've only had one. And that was with the help of Ardman. Wallace and oh, Gromit, yeah, Curse of the Were-Rabbit. That's fucking hysterical. <laughs> They've only had one win. Ever. Well, I mean, Madagascar. Didn't... Well, I don't think that was even... No. 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 They sh- Kung Fu Panda 1, 2, and 3 should have swept. Well, Kung Fu Panda 2 is nominated. Kung Fu Panda 1, I'm pretty sure, was... Because Kung Fu Panda won. That was the year of Wally, and Wally was fucking insane that year. But Kung Fu Panda has funny fat. Even though that's missing the point. How they use the humor. Um, Instead of just going. So there was two American movies, and then one international film called The Illusionist. This was back when it was a category voted on by animators. So they would do interesting shit. But now it's just a bunch of fucking nobody dumb idiot fucks. And nominated the boss baby. <laughs> boss baby. <laughs> nominated the boss baby. They literally went to their kid. What's your favorite animated movie this year? Oh, boss baby. Boss baby. Boss baby. And then, and they're then like that shitty Alec Baldwin shit faced baby. That's going to be the future Ice Age baby. People hating on Boss Baby. Well, people I'm already gonna, fucking... I'm gonna kill the Boss Baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill that bitch. Oh my gosh. You're Wanted so... dead. The two that were snubbed, I guess. Despicable Me was oh. nominated everywhere. I see. And lost. And then Tangled got Golden Globe Critics' Choice and then the Annie. And uh, wasn't nominated. Tangled... It is better than Toy Story 3. You can you can at me if you want to. Toy Story 3. <laughs> Ice, Ice Age Baby. I wonder if they're still There's alive. eight online. <laughs> Jesus. Minecraft. <laughs> Dude, that's so real. It's like I could feel the rage. <laughs> Fucking boss. boss so, yeah. Now we're done with the 2010s. Uh, 2010. <laughs> the official Boss Baby subreddit. Uh, boss Baby. Boss Fish. One of you gaga. Lotion Baby. Boss Baby. One of we kissed baby. at the, the Boss Baby. <laughs> That fucking shitty face. <laughs> Anyways, I think I have our next ranking that we should do. Outside of Denis? Or what? Yeah, our next director. We're going to do Stuart Raphael. 
Oh, no. Such yeah. hits as Mac and Me, Tommy T-Rex, Tammy the T- and the T-Rex, The Ice Pirates, The Philadelphia Experiment, and my personal favorite, Bad Girl Island. This sounds awful. Can we not do this? No. <laughs> We're not fucking doing that shit. I'm not, I'm not sitting through. He directed Mac yeah. and Me. That's all he cinematic magnum, his magnum opus. Daily loud, try not to be horny challenge impossible. Salma Hayek celebrates her fifty seventh birthday. This is the image. <laughs> all right. <laughs> like I said, try not to be horny challenge impossible. They're just trying to get clicks. That's just, so real. Just clicked on it. I gave them the clicks. Don't you get, like, money now if you're a premium member and someone clicks on it? For so, tax? Oh, we, we didn't talk about box office. There was some interesting stuff that happened. Oh, yeah. I saw the Mario fans have a fucking fit. Oh, well, they can literally suck my... How come <laughs> this feminist movie beat Ark's Miss Cinematic Masterpiece? Nah, that's funny. So... <clears throat> that was weird. I'm sorry. So let's talk about Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer, there was a point where I was like, okay, it's going to end with at 700-something million. It breaks 800. Right now it's at 852 million. It's beaten Inception, and it's the third highest grossing Nolan movie ever. And it's the second highest grossing... R-rated movie of all time. Venom. PG-13. And then if you want to talk about um, Barbie. Uh, where the fuck is Barbie? Where is it? Where did it go? I can't see. Um, Barbie is now the highest grossing movie of the year with 1.31 381 billion. Um, it will reach 1.4. I don't know how high it goes. I think it's going to end with 1.4 something billion, which is like a fuck ton of money. But like, I'm just glad the Mario movie isn't number one. <laughs> like, I can just be glad that a good movie is at the number one spot this year. Mario fan, Mario movie fans trying to explain why the Mario movie deserves to be at number one. Oh my god, the fucking piece of shit. Now, here's the thing. It is the highest grossing movie for Warner Brothers. But it's the highest grossing solo directed female movie ever. It is, however, not the highest grossing movie directed by a woman. Frozen 2 had the dude and the lady who co-directed. That is like 70 million above Barbie. I don't think Barbie gets that far. I think it gets close, but I don't think it gets that far. And then Frozen 3 comes out and then it beats everything. That's literally so true. And it's going to get like 2.1 billion. <laughs> so here is what Variety says, right? Variety says, for Oppenheimer, 
the 900 million mark is within reach. And 1 billion is closer than box office watchers ever expected. I don't think it'll reach a billion. I think it will have a 9 in the front, but it's going to be like a low 9. Like 910 million or something. Like 902. 902. Whatever. It will have a 9 in front of it, I'm pretty sure. 9, I'm guessing 900. Oh, like it. Like 900 million. 000 I, th that, I think and that's the billion mark. Cents. I think that's the billion mark. 67 cents. But, like, if Oppenheimer made a billion, that'd be fucking insane. Like, let me just tell you, that would be... <laughs> and people will never go see a biopic ever again. Okay, so here's the thing. Bohemian Rhapsody made so much that's fucking... because it's Queen. Bohemian Rhapsody. How much money did this make? I think it's a scam, because I didn't go see it. Nine hundred and ten million dollars. Jesus, if if Oppenheimer can beat this, I will be a happy boy. I will be a happy boy, because that would be the most for a biopic. I'm pretty sure. Because it's Queen, and they know the funny song Bohemian Rhapsody from Wayne's World. This is the real life. Even though it's not their best song, it's obviously Bicycle. I want to ride my bicycle. It's a double song with um, Fat Bottom Girls. Yeah, I love Fat Bottom Girls. Fat Bottom Okay. So I have a question for you. Do you want to do The Exorcist as the Halloween Oscars episode? Or do you want it to have it as planned? Where it's the year of... Shakespeare in Love versus um, Saving Private Ryan. We should do horror, honestly. So you want me to yeah. do The Exorcist? Okay, yeah, because yeah, it's Halloween. Well, that's also the year of, of uh, American Graffiti. Yeah. And the winner of seven Oscars, including Best Picture, The Sting, which I literally have never seen. <laughs> I don't know what uh, it's about. you've never seen anyone talk about since. That's actually so rude. Um, but you think we should do that one then? Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll have to push some stuff back then. Um, but yeah, the next one is the 2000 Oscars for 1999 movies, a.k.a. the year American Beauty Sweeps. That's our next Oh, that's me. I'm American Beauty. You are American Beauty. I am American Beauty. I am the American Beauty 1999. <laughs> I am Academy Award winner Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Literally me. <laughs> um, do I we have anything else? Do you, do we have anything else? No, no, no. No, no. Oh! Nothing I know. Do you want to come up with a question? I haven't done questions for a little bit. Oh, a question? Yeah. Um. Two seconds. Well, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Because yeah. it's not fair if I do it, because I'll have time to think. Um. What? You could still do it. I asked the question. Yeah, yeah, but time. I'll have time to think. The point is... Uh, I need you to not think. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay? Okay. So, just at the top of your head, like, your top five fictional characters ever. 
fictional character. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. That's such a... Okay. Like, ones that made an impact, or, like, ones that just kind of like? Yeah, your favorite fictional characters ever. Like, they could have made an impact, or you just like them okay, so much. Okay, so, there, there is no particular order. There is no particular it's fair. order. It's fair. Nathan Drake is probably my favorite video game protagonist. It's not Arthur Morgan. No, 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 it's not actually. Fuck you. It's actually not. No, um, I've already mentioned how Uncharted Two like changed how I played video games. So, um, but yeah, Nathan Drake is such a fun character, and I'm just, I'm glad it ended it well, and I'm nervous that if they do another one, they're gonna ruin it. <laughs> um, Spider Man kind of changed my life. Um, I know that's cringe as fuck, but like. I drew Spider-Man comics as a kid, and, like, I'm still coming up with pitches for, like, a Spider-Man movie I'll never make. <laughs> like, I think he probably is my favorite superhero. I think some people get it wrong. Like, I think he is supposed to be the everyman. He's, like, literally... He's literally... <laughs> he's literally... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Jack Sparrow, I watched that trilogy a shit ton as a kid. He, like, I had an obsession with Johnny Depp. Any movie that came out with Johnny Depp or had Johnny Depp, I wanted to watch it. And I automatically thought it was good because it had Johnny Depp in it. Um, he's kind of an asshole now, but he's pretty great as Jack Sparrow. <laughs> Um, in the first three, he became a drunken yep. piece of shit in the later movie. <laughs> the last one was fucking shit. He ruined the production of two movies. Maybe three. It's fine. <laughs> He's kind of an asshole. Um, oh, fuck. Who are some other ones? I don't know. Man, what the fuck? <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's like a... Okay. Um, yeah, it, it is. There's it two... I have a comic book, I have a video game, I have a movie. What other mediums do I need to tackle? Book? A book? Oh, you already did comic. That well, that's different. Fun. That is pictures. In terms of book, okay. The main character in Pizza Girl was very relatable, despite the fact that she was younger than me in the book. And she was pregnant. And she's Asian. <laughs> Why not Greg Hefley? Greg Hef no. Uh -uh. No, no, no. no. <laughs> um, she, like... Like, just, like, how well-written that character was. Like, I've read a decent amount of books, and there's, like, a lot of really fucking boring ones. Like, a protagonist that's just, like, a like a wall. It's like, it's like styrofoam, you know? Like, this one had, like, depth and personality, and despite the fact that she kind of goes crazy at the end, she, like, has, like, an, a motivation that you can understand. And I feel like that character is just, like... Like, she's technically not fully developed yet, because she's, like, 18 or whatever. So, you can understand the, the, the trials and tribulations or whatever. I think that main character in Pizza Girl is very good. And then for a fifth one, I can kind of do whatever. Favorite fictional character. 
I'm not doing Drive Guy. You might do Drive Guy. I'm not doing Drive Guy. Um, favorite? Fuck me. I don't know. Lander. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, yeah, I might be Batman. That's kind of lame. But I might do Batman. Because that's the same thing as like Spider-Man with me. I drew Batman as like a six-year-old with like newspaper. And like, he like, I've come up with like game ideas and... Like, pitches for movies, again, that I'll never make. Like, I just like coming up with Batman stories. Because I feel like... They, 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 despite the fact that they probably exist, because the fact that he's been around for, like, 80 years... I've, I like the idea that, like... He can be in multiple tones. A lot of characters can really only fit in one tone. You can have a funny Batman. Yeah. You can have, a like, a gritty-as-fuck Batman... Like, Batman can be used in a lot of interesting ways. And so, like, him and Spider-Man are probably my favorite comic book characters, despite how boring and cringe that is. Looking at Spider-Man, he can't be... He can't really, be dark yeah. and gritty. Yeah. Like, Batman can be. <coughs> to be fair, I don't want Spider-Man being dark and gritty. That's why the Amazing Spider-Man fucking sucks. <laughs> and Spider-Man Lotus becomes an edgelord. Mm. I am going to trauma dump on an eight <laughs> And then, fuck. <laughs> um, those are die. my five: Spider-Man, Batman, um, Nathan Drake, Pizza Girl Lady, and Jack Sparrow. Now that you have time to think. Yeah, I, I got time to think. Uh, yeah, Spider-Man. Uh, That's kind of surprising, actually. Um, actually, I'm gonna change that. Spider-Men. Oh, multiple. That's fair. With Miles there, too. You should probably change yours, too. I, that's, well, that's fair. Yeah, I'll do Spider-Man. Well, because, like, Spider-Man can be anyone. That's why I just said Spider-Man. Oh, that's fair. Then Spider-Man. Um, uh, Leon Kennedy. Uh, Actually? is a, a new one, but <laughs> he's definitely my favorite video game protagonist, like, ever, period. He's funny. Because <laughs> he's funny. Uh, maybe I didn't get time to think. You had like three minutes. <laughs> you had like three minutes. and I just like didn't think. Oh yeah. Uh, for books, uh, Guts from Berserk. I mean, you don't have to do different mediums. But I felt yeah, weird true. doing like three comic book characters. Um, Optimus Prime. <laughs> For sure, for real, for real, no cap, bro. Okay. Um. And I'm just, I'm gonna throw in Caesar from Planet of the Apes, Matt really? Reeves. Really interesting. I really like his arc, and that's interesting. And specifically the second. You one. didn't do Superboy, <laughs> Superman. Oh yeah, and Superman's also that's up there sick. too. <laughs> Why not Master Chief? <laughs> well, Master Chief's cool, but like he's like he's like beaten by Leon Kennedy. Like he's like I'm blinded by nostalgia by him, but like Leon Kennedy's like funny. <laughs> he's funny. Well, Where I mean, is everybody, Bing? <laughs> Master Chief is funny too, but like 
Leon Kennedy. He's funny because we make him funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cortana, come. Cortana, don't go into my search history. <laughs> what is this furry porn? Cortana, don't. Cortana, no! Why am I on this rule 34? Cortana, stop. Cortana, jack me off. Cortana, jack me off. What? You have an auto jacker? Yeah! Yes, I do. Cortana. Okay, so you have Spider-Man slash Spider-Men. Leon. Guts. Superman's on there, too. Superman. I forgot the other. I thought you would do a Star Wars person. I don't know who, but I thought you would do a Star yeah, Wars Yeah, I was thinking Luke Skywalker. That's kind of me. <laughs> but Why no. wouldn't you do Rebels guy? Ezra? That's a Ezra? shit name. I fucking Ezra hate Bridger? Ezra. No, it's gonna it's gonna be Kanan Jarrus from Rebels. If it was anyone from Rebels, it would be the guy voiced by Freddie Prince Jr. Actually, actually, holy shit! <laughs> Did you know he cussed out Star Wars fans? He hates Star Wars fans. Good for him. With a burning passion. Good for there's him. There's an interview I love that that he's in because he like he like actually puts like those woke assholes in their fucking places. Good. What a real what a check. Actually. I didn't um, know he was married to Daphne. Or is he married? Or the actress, dating? actually? I think he's married to her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I th I'm pr I'm pr unless they're just really good friends. Wink, wink. Intend <laughs> to nudge, nudge. Oh, you had Optimus Prime. He's so boring. Yeah. <laughs> Autobots. Suck my... Yeah, he, he's, he's, he's actually married to Daphne. Interesting. Autobots well, suck my. They met, and I know what you did. Uh, they they met, and I know what you did last summer. And then they did Scooby Doo. What do Scooby Doo? We're coming after. Have you seen the? I retweeted a thread about the original Scooby Doo and how it was gonna be like R rated, but like they went into a shit ton of depth because there was like a there was like a lot of cussing, and like Fred was gay <laughs> in the movie. And there was going to be, like, a sex scene or an implied sex scene with Daphne and Velma. That sounds like something James Gunn would do. <laughs> but then they decided to make it PG, so they had to cut out a ton and reshoot a ton of stuff. But they, they it literally included clips of deleted scenes of the R-rated cut of the movie. And some of it's really funny. <laughs> I was like, what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Sounds like sounds like James Gunn. <laughs> sounds like James Gunn. Sounds a lot like. He should James make a Gunn. third one. <laughs> yeah, he should make a uh, Scooby Doo reunion. Oh. No, he's too busy with the DC Super universe. guy, <laughs> Super <laughs> guy, and, and Batman. Superman and Buttman and Ricky. Oh. What's new, Scooby? Who's uh, writing? Or Comet? <laughs> Who's gonna be writing the Batman movie? Better be someone good. It better not be that shit, the Flash director. Andy Muschietti, does he write his movies? He didn't write The Flash. That was Christina Hodson. She did Birds of Prey. Mm -hmm. They made the lady who did the smaller scale movie do the big movie. Yes. That must have went well. That went horrible. <laughs> There's that clip that's going around of like the finale... Where there's like the two flashes and then Dark Flash. And Dark Flash looks like a fucking joke. And then there's like the universes or whatever. And like they go to the different universes. And the Flash is like, look at the worlds there. Collided. And like, he has a, 
<laughs> and it literally made me want to fucking kill myself. <laughs> the clip that I'm that I saw was was uh, it's from it was actually from a meme. It was Supergirl confronting Zod, and uh, it's it's uh, my mom asking me what happened to my little sister after the shopping trip, and he's like, he's dead. The baby's dead, and she's like, <laughs> no. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> baby's dead no <laughs> i sold the baby <laughs> i sold my little sister from to this guy named jeffrey <gasps> jeffrey Dahmer. he's not a very cool guy no okay do you have another favorite question or? favorite question sorry do you have another question i, I said favorite because we used to do favorite have another question yeah uh, another question it could be literally anything. Do I have another question? Another yes. question. Another question. Quez. Chomp. Question. Oh, I got one. Perfect. If you were in a restaurant, what restaurant would it be? If I ran a restaurant? Yeah. Like, what would I put on the menu? Or, like, it's like a, a pre-established spot. Yeah, you, you own the menu. Okay. Do I have to come up with a name? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, like, I had this weird thought coming home from work two days ago. There's, like, a lot of food waste, and a lot of it comes from restaurants because of their variety of menu items. Like, you go from burgers to pizza to tacos to, like, sandwiches to ribs and steaks and, like, fish items and then appetizers, like... I feel like if I did a restaurant, it'd just be one thing. So, you don't have a ton of food waste. You can keep the menu sort of small, but have a lot of good items, as opposed to a weird variety, and some of it might not be good quality. Some of it doesn't even make any sense. Like, like, like tacos at a Italian place? Like, what the fuck? Or, like, or a burger at a taco, or at a, a taco or place. Or a taco at a burger place. <laughs> or a taco at a burger place. Like... Like, I think of, like, Applebee's, right? Applebee's is burgers and sandwiches and, like, spaghetti. Pasta, yeah. Pasta. They've got, like, steak, ribs, appetizers. I don't think they have pizza, but they've got a lot of other fish shit. I swear to God they have fish. It's especially at... Yeah, that's an issue with Applebee's. Like, some of it's like, hmm, that's actually pretty good. Then you'll have something else that's like, hmm, that's actually pretty shit. That actually makes me want to fucking throw. <laughs> like, and then I think about, like, legions or, like, bar food, where it's, like, a lot of the same thing. It's, like, nachos and chicken and burgers and pizza and sandwiches. And it's just, like, I don't know. And then they have, like, breakfast, too. Like... I feel like we need to like cut down on like we need we need to like scale back food production because so much of it goes to waste, you know, like a like a menu that's small focuses on one thing and like focuses on quality and cutting back on like waste and stuff. But like, there's so many goddamn like Italian spots. You know, Mexican spots, burger joints, pizza restaurants. Like, there's very little that I could do to, like, break into the market. 
in any like meaningful way. I'd have to do like Indian food. Or like it's, it's true, something u- unique. But like I'm a fucking white guy. <laughs> I'd have to like travel to India and like get like taste authentic Indian food and then come back with how you do it. Like in a, a decent way. Or like think of like, I don't know, like a restaurant that like focuses on like I don't know, like venison. Think like think like you had like like deer or like turkey or or like like stuff you hunt but at a restaurant that's cooked. So like appetizers like jerky or something. Like like the the, the Midwestern's dream, you know? Like or like there's some fish spots, but if I did a fish spot, I would want to move to either of the coasts because a fish spot in the middle of the Midwest is sus as fuck. <laughs> like, that did not travel well, I guarantee it. It's going to taste really bad. Like, uh, maybe if you go up more up north towards the lakes. That's, I could do that. Fish from there. <sighs> yeah. But like, the oceans are being overfished. So like, I don't know. That's fair. I don't know if I want to contribute to that. And like, there's too many cows. There's too much of everything. So like, if I made a restaurant, maybe I'd be like a vegan spot. I'd be like a hipster joint. <laughs> Specifically made for like the cities. No, you'd most likely get just white girls there. That are I would. Try or to, like, or like, that yeah. want to starve themselves. Because they want to get those Instagram likes. I'd serve like tea, and like I'd serve like 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 paninis, but with no meat. I'd serve tea tea. Tea tea? I'd ser- like That's like chai all, tea. all the chai tea. Chai tea. <laughs> it's like saying tea tea. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just though I love burgers. If I ran a burger joint, I'd be even more fat. <laughs> Yeah. No, you get sick of your own food. I would. Like, I don't know. Like, think of a vegetarian spot. Think, like, of the salads. Like, just a custom salad. What do you want on your salad? What dressing would you like? You know? Like, and then, like, like a healthy fitness spot. You know? That's, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going with that. A, like, a fitness, healthy spot. Specifically in the cities where it would do better than if you were in uh, rural Midwest. <laughs> um, like, you know, I'm not, like the menu would be weird because there's not a ton. But like, it'd be like lunch and dinner only. I wouldn't want to do breakfast because breakfast is like toast. <laughs> That's all you can fucking do is toast. Because uh, you can't have eggs if it's a vegan spot. There's no milk in anything, so you can't make, like, French toast or whatever the fuck. Well, that's actually egg. Or pancakes. You couldn't make pancakes either. Like, I just imagine, like... You can dehydrate, like, fruits and stuff. I could. Fruits in general, yeah. Fruits, veggies. Maybe put some other thing that, like, isn't... There is vegan meats. Like, beyond meats or impossible meats. I've had some. I've had... Impossible burgers. I've had impossible brats. There was an impossible brat. So I went to a wedding and they're vegan and they had impossible meat there. They had like tacos 
and like brats and shit. That shit slapped so hard. Like the impossible brats were fantastic. Like I would maybe want to do an impossible brat. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like impossible meats, like made of veggies that taste a lot like the meat. But like a vegan spot that promotes health is what I would do after that long rambling. What would you do <laughs> for a restaurant? Like, cause there's, there, there's the north, there's the west, and then there's the east coast, and there's the south. What Congrats, if, you know the four directions. <laughs> what, what if we just, what if we just, like, switch them? What the fuck? <laughs> you know, like, west west coast food is now in the south is now in the south what even is west coast food just burgers no west coast california that's like oregon washington and california so like they're, they're i see that as more like i culturally explorative is how i would put well, it because well, there's a shit ton of people there it's like ethnically yeah. diverse. Like it's not just That's a burger fair. joint. Like you have, like your your Chinese food. You have your Taiwanese. Damn. You've got. I thought it was really onto something until the West Coast fucked it over. Literally. So um, then why not? Just and then the, make the South is just everything is bigger in the South. You bring fucking heart attack meals to the East, <laughs> and then the East is like fish. I guess you bring that North. What's North? We don't have anything. We have, like, venison. <laughs> we, have, we hunt shit, I guess. No, we have hot dishes. Ah, oh, goulash. Fuck yeah. Goulash. Goulash. You know what? That's the a most... good idea. Goulash. It's just goulash. That's all you sell. <laughs> well, do you remember in that class where we had the, that, like, rice dish? Or I think it was just rice. Think of, like, a rice dish, though. Like, a naturally cultivated rice. But like like wheat rice, like from the north, not like God, what, regular. Are you rice. talking about when we went out the the field trip when we went outside that one or? We were sitting in class and we had like oh, the, was... the, the the rice given to us and we had to like write down the taste and texture. Oh yeah, and yeah. Because there was uh, when we went on that that like camping trip in middle school for the oh, tour. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there was one where we learned about Native Americans, and. One of the things she taught us was how to make... I'm not a big wild rice guy, right? That's really weird, especially from someone from the north. Like, if you say you don't like wild rice, like, you'll get killed on the spot. <laughs> I don't like wild rice, but... Yeah, see, there's a, there's a red dot on your forehead. <laughs> I, I had... I ha It was, f like, right from where we were, the wild rice. Yeah. Pretty much. And they cooked it like how the Native Americans cooked it. Yeah. And that shit... Pretty good. I don't know how to explain it, man. Pretty good. I don't I, think I had that class, like, which is a, annoying. It was like brown sugar, oh, just mixed with wild rice. That sounds it was kind like of incredible. Over a fire on a skillet, like that's, oh. that was like, dude, I'd I'd be a Native American. That sounds awesome, actually. I would eat the hell out of that. Like, that probably give that lose a shit ton of weight. Brown sugar rice. That's all you had. <laughs> like you would. That's like oatmeal. That's literally oatmeal. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's 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 my restaurant idea then. Just rice. <laughs> the, 
be creative with rice. Rice. That's what it's called. Hell. Just rice. Just rice. Just rice. Then I'll get a lot of white bitches too, because they want to get big boobas. Is that how you get big boobas? Apparently. Rice. Yeah. Rice, yeah, because soy. Soy, I guess, has something to do with big breasts. Big breasts. What? <laughs> I will yeah. never heard of this before. Weight loss too. <laughs> Well, just rice, rice is just like. Maybe you can make some rice cow. cakes. Oh, rice cakes, fun, dude. That's pretty good. Yeah, just rice. Just rice. Just rice. <laughs> okay. It's just rice. We have our spots, and it's, it's, like, it's like a small Starbucks. We we have our spots, and that is not at all what I would have expected either of us to land. Can I just on. get the number one, the oh, the just rice meal, please? The just rice. Meal. It's not even a meal. It's just a bowl of rice. Can I get no soy sauce? Yeah, soy sauce on rice? You're fucking wrecking it. Soy, rice is, soy sauce is bad. Like, yeah, I used to... Yeah. I used to marinate chicken uh, for chicken wings. And I, I would put soy sauce in it as, like, a base. But, like, it asked me in the recipe to put a ton in. And it was, like, such an overpowered flavor. It's, like, bland. But, like, you can tell. Fucking tell. I... Have had like chicken, like rice bowls recently. Like I've been trying different stuff to get healthier, and it's, some of it slaps. Like apparently, stuff that flies and stuff that swims is the best to eat. <laughs> um, so yeah, birds and fish. Um, fish is so underrated. Bro. Fish is so good. I don't want to live in Florida, but Florida had fantastic fish. <laughs> like, straight from the ocean that was, like, like half a mile away. And you could just... Yeah, that's, that's probably why my fish was bad when I went to Red Lobster. Yeah, because it's in the Midwest. <laughs> that is a giant chain. Yeah, that's you know? true, too. Like, when I went to Florida, it was just, like, uh, like a spot. It was like a, a very beachy spot, and we got a ton of fish. Now, I hadn't had a ton of fish. The only thing I had was those awful school-provided fish sticks that made oh, me want to fucking kill myself. Processed fish is awful. <laughs> and my dad's like, trust me, you're going to want this. So I had, like, grouper, warm shrimp crab cakes. Mwah, excellent, excellent. Fantastic food. I like warm shrimp. Sometimes people have cold shrimp. That weird shrimp sauce. That's disgusting. Warm <laughs> shrimp is where it's at. Warm shrimp. Oh, crab in general. Just crab thinking about crab. <sighs> Makes me just want to devour crab. <laughs> Makes, Makes you want to just grab a live crab and just... You rip mm. off its fucking claws and <laughs> eat it raw. Jesus. Okay. Oh, Those were our questions. So good. I'm not even... Yeah, it's so good. Okay. Do you want to do the outro? Uh, Chili Marty 69. Oh! Are we doing the, the D&D tonight? That's up to you. That's up to it's you, eight. actually. <laughs> it's up to you, actually. It's... Because I would like to do it, but, like, it is 8, and I do work tomorrow. That is why I said it's up to you. Because we'll, we'll... We'll try next week. Hopefully <sighs> I'd have a Sunday off, because I thought I was supposed to have every other Sunday off. Oh, just because of the thing that happened. Maybe yeah, it ruins your schedule. That's true. That's true. Okay. 
Anyway, you can keep going. Right. Did, did you finish? I didn't even hear you. Nah, Chili Marty 69 on Twitter, The Real Chill Mart on Instagram, Chill Mart Podcast on YouTube, and Chill Mart on Spotify. <laughs> Just a fucking long dead pause. Bazinga! You didn't end. Bazinga. <laughs> can you end all right? Jesus fuck. Are you gonna end sometime? Oh my god! Hey, uh, do the do the Ferris Bueller post credit scene? I forgot the names. <laughs> Hold on, let me look it up. <sighs> god damn it! It's gonna make taking me two minutes longer. God fucking damn IMDB You have the quotes Show me the goddamn quote (laughs) Hey Hey You guys still here? Is that really all he says? He says five words (laughs) Okay, so after the end credits, there's a pause. He turns and he puts <laughs> oh, you're his going head out straight, and then he like walks out and is like, "You're still here? It's over." And he like looks at the camera weird, and he like turns around and leaves, and it cuts to black. That's it. I thought there was more too, but that's all that's here. Huh? That's really.